Hi, everybody. Welcome to FNS Wrestling Podcast, episode 111, as I'm told. We're back down in the basement to talk wrestling. It's me, your host. It's him, my co-host and teenage son, finished his first week of grade 10. And first Th- shifts. And first two real shifts of his job. Thoughts on either or both of those exciting developments? It was all right. <laughs> that's, that's you? Yeah. I give you the floor with our millions and millions of listeners to explain your... Uh, school happened, uh, so that's going on. It's... Yep, school did happen. It's all right. Yeah. And, uh, work... You don't seem to be hating any of your classes or teachers. Work is all right. Yeah, my classes actually shook out better than I expected. That's good. I got some people in there, actually, because for some reason, some of them I didn't know about, but whatever. Um, so some what you didn't know about? Some of them I didn't know about, so... Some what? Like, people. Oh, okay. So, yeah, there's always a bit of mystery, yeah. right? So you know some of your friends are in there, and then it depends who the rest of them are. Yeah. And your job working in the local grocery store in the produce department, you might yeah. resident fruit and vegetables expert now, I guess? Yeah, I was putting the better strawberries at the very back of the thing, but then uh, by the time I do that, then they're just gone. Right, because strawberries don't last very long. But all in all, it's a pretty decent first job to have, right? Yeah, it's much better than fast food. I agree. Nene is already out of McDonald's. That's what I told you, right? And so now... I told him of theirs. I don't know if they're still hiring, but I told him he should if he's... Yeah, put a, a t- do the same thing you did, right? Online application and yeah, see what I, happens. I, him, cause, I mean, you can still probably put in an application. So, I mean, there's... I guess it's like there if there's positions there, then you apply. Exactly. That, that means they're hiring. Exactly. And you're enjoying that your job is is smack dab in the middle of a bunch of crappy food oh, options. Yeah. So I yeah, and a, a McDonald's <laughs> app now. So right. and getting that was like you're reaping the, the benefit. The smartest thing I ever did. Yeah, and then so there's a McDonald's within what a three minute, two minute walk. Mm-hmm. Shares the parking lot. Yep. Same uh, plaza. Dollar has, store. A dollar store with lots of cheap um, junk. Little Caesars, which is actually open really late. Like I've I've closed um on yeah. my last shift and they're still open. So. Yeah, I think they're open till like ten and every time night. I'll come home with pizza. <laughs> So yeah, it's uh, I'm glad you're liking the job. I thought it would be a good choice, a good fit for you, especially since you didn't have to even interview or anything. But nope. yeah, which is the thing I didn't want to do. So perfect, because that's how I roll. Right. Someday you might have to, but for now, you got a nice job close to home. Uh, selfishly, your mother and I never have to drive you. Right. It's all walkable, even if it's minus forty, uh, you can still walk. Yeah, but I'd rather not. Well, there might be the odd time if it's pouring rain or something, but generally, well, I mean, winter's coming. So good job by you getting a job. And starting school. Mm-hmm. So played I don't know. badminton a couple of days. And yeah, you played some badminton after school. Yep. You know, you have some connections so you can stay in the gym after school. I do. Yeah, you know people. Mm. You yep. got people. Yeah, that's what I've been told. So you and a group of friends are showing yep. up just playing some badminton. Yep. And, yeah. Um, maybe I'll get them to listen to so they can hear me say it, but I kicked their butts today. <laughs> you did. That's yeah. true, I guess. Undefeated yeah. today. Yep. Uh, that's I, how I roll. I get hopefully, hopefully that roll continues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And is there anything else you wanted to chat about before we? Uh, I feel like we're gonna have a lot of stuff to talk about. We got to preview a bunch. Yeah, of we shows. got three previews on on the agenda. And then we got the usual. We'll cover dynamite. We'll do some trivia. Holds. Um, and we'll no, cruise through whatever else we watch this week and talk about anything we liked and didn't like. I think I'm good. All the usual stuff. I don't stuff. have anything else, though, unless so let, you do. Let's start that process. I do not. My week was pretty uneventful. So let's uh, move into talking about wrestling in our first segment every week where we take a look at some of the week's wrestling news and rumors. All right, so taking a look at this week's ratings, this week's episode of NXT, which I did watch in its entirety and you are still not watching. 
Um, oh, I refuse. But you you are aware this week uh, featured lots of returning NXT talent, right? Like it was basically yeah, I saw. It was basically people who had held titles coming back to tell the people that currently hold the Beasler. titles, you better win at Worlds Collide because we're so proud of NXT and yeah, it, cetera, it was. I I actually watched like most of those. It was really stupid. It's just like I thought Baszler was fine. Baszler but... was fine, but like I just thought like what she was saying was stupid. Like not right. not her fault. I think like. I love right. Baszler, but like, I think I don't think Baszler's character would come back and do that. No, especially for Mandy Rose. Like Mandy Rose yeah. is the anti-Baszler. Right. Like, and then it was Walter I, and who else? Balor. Right. Um, Ripley talked to uh, Davenport at uh, Champa. Yeah, like, uh, it was just really stupid because it's like the most like blatant plug, and it's just like the most like generic. Like, it honestly felt like something Vince would do. It's the most um that they've combined sort of the main rosters and NXT. Other like than that. I guess Worlds right. Collide. You're right. It's so it was a Which, lot. But... And I just didn't like it because like it's just like. It's not even creative. Like, it's just like, you gotta win for like the brand. And yeah. like, it's just like, why do they care? I told you the one that made me kind of chuckle was Nathan Fraser talking to. Um, it's not even like NXT in NXT anymore. Yeah. And being like, if only you could have been in NXT UK and That's seen. It was, just, it was ridiculous. But Axiom looks so dumb too. Yes. Can I just say, like, I hate he his does. mask. I hate it. It's too bad because he's a talented dude and yeah. that's killing no, him for I, me. No, I didn't. I don't mind a kid. So uh, anyway, sorry, got off topic there. Uh, they averaged 600... Sounded like a high spot from Russell's there. Right. 676,000 viewers down, like, minuscule. We're talking 0.29%. So That's almost the same. Earned a 0.15 in the key demographic, which is up 7.4. So the fourth largest total audience this year so far, and tied for the third highest key demo. So definitely, it seems like they're up in the high 600s more than in the, like, low mid 500s lately. So I guess good news for NXT. I don't know. Uh, and then Dynamite this week... Are you guessing yes or no over a million? Yes. Yes, you are correct. 1.02 million viewers, which is down slightly 2.8% from last week and a 0.35 in the key demographic. So that's up from 0.34 last week. So about just up the smallest pretty much amount it could be. So decent numbers for both shows. Like to see Dynamite over a million. And I'm sure... I mean, they've been killing it lately, so... And I'm sure NXT is fine with anything approaching 700,000. That would be a really nice yeah, number for them. Losers. Yes. Uh, so what do you have for us in the news? Take one of my I, men- I stole one, one of your Mentos. Mentos. That just happened. Yeah. What is it? Grape? Yeah. Because I, I saw Mentos. They had like another one, but I couldn't quite tell it was. It might have been strawberry banana. But um, I didn't know they had like... What would it be like one flavor Mentos or whatever? So I right. decided to try those ingredients. So your good. first news item has to last as long as it takes me to eat one Mento. Ready? Go. All right. Um, oh, I can probably do this. Um, so Matt Riddle officially has his first name back. So that's pretty awesome because he does. I've been someone who's been protesting Riddle for two years now. I I, I think it You've is. Been so. refusing to say Riddle since oh yeah i i think i have sometimes accidentally just now you did but that's one of the only times ever yeah like i generally i refuse to call him riddle i just think it was stupid and matt riddle just sounds better um so i'm really happy he's got his name back like just sounds normal sounds right um apparently austin theory is gonna be in reinstated as well um i've been checking he hasn't been yet and apparently theory doesn't want to which i think is stupid like dumb dumb kid young rat guy like stupid (laughs) Um, and then also Angel Garza is supposed to get his name back. Um, he hasn't yet. So Matt Riddle's the only one who's actually like officially gotten his name back. But um, there's more to come, I hope, which is good because that's right. I like it too. And it's I talk about it all the Just time. Just makes them sound like people. I like, exactly. I like when wrestling is realistic. And you know what's realistic? Most of the people I know have 
more than one name. Right. So it yeah. just makes it feel a little bit more And just like, realistic. especially when it's like, I think Riddle and Theory are cool and all like within names, but like when you just have Riddle and Theory on their own, it kind of sounds a little goofy or something like that. So it's I don't just like, like it. And just like Angel, come on. Like, it's just like, you have to isolate. Like, honestly, I wouldn't even care that much if it's just like Garza. Sure. Like, because Humberto's at least like a normal name that... Like for them, so at least like that. I still don't love that, but on its own, it's not as bad as just angel. Like it just sounds like on hell when it's a when it's a word like from something else too. Like it's not just a name, so it's just like they, it just doesn't really work on their own. I think so. I'm glad they're kind of me too averting that. Me too. Um, according to a report from the Wrestling Observer, a scheduled angle. Well, it's been kind of an ongoing angle between Roderick Strong and the Diamond Mine was supposed to take place this week on NXT, but they had to delay it. Apparently, um, Strong is dealing with some sort of unknown injury because in recent weeks, if you're not watching NXT, Strong's been sort of involved where Diamond Mine are still a stable and a faction, but there's consistent tension within them thinking that uh, basically it seems like everybody, because I think Damon Kemp is now on board with the Creeds. They don't really trust Roderick Strong and Roderick Strong came out this week trying to prove his innocence and actually, of course, it led to him costing the team their match they were in a six-man tag match against gallus this week so diamond mine lost kind of because of roderick strong so it seems like it's all supposed to lead to some sort of altercation obviously but that's being delayed because roddy is not healthy not the only undisputed man injured am i right yes that's true it's actually one of the more interesting storylines on nxt that's been kind of ongoing because again it's it is low a, bar. a more realistic one than some they do and it's a low bar sometimes yeah it's, good. They it's suck. okay, it's okay. In ring, it hasn't been great. I'm not going to lie. Suck. Uh, next, uh, Santana Garrett's back in WWE as a coach. Oh, really? So that's neat. So I you weren't, can't say really you weren't good enough to ever wrestle for us, really, in any but capacity. Teach people but we want you to teach other people. Yeah, she's will, mostly like a jobber. That on will the... hopefully be better than you. Yeah, she's mostly a jobber. So. Yeah, I, I thought she was okay. I was never blown away by her, mm. but she's definitely fine. Um, so according to a report from Raj Giri, of he's on wrestling inc i believe and i told you mm-hmm. this that he had first said like there is an aew talent who had asked for a release and was not granted it and sort of more details to follow so the details did follow and it is in fact a close personal friend of ours right malachi black who um oh yeah <laughs> sorry the running joke is anyone we've even met or spoken to is our close personal friend so he is now one and zelena vega obviously obviously yeah did we talk to her no, we saw, we saw her. Saw her. I will count that. At least an acquaintance. An acquaintance, yes. So House of Black Leader is uh, something, issues about his mental health uh, related to his personal life. And then on top of that, they're also saying that he is not happy with the booking and handling of his AEW Which I've character. Part, I can kind of understand because I'm personally not loving the whole... Um, staying involvement and stuff like that. like i don't yeah. think i think the mural thing is not like the worst thing but i'm also like kind of of the opinion like i don't i don't think it's the best thing that he could be doing um i don't think he's been being booked terrible but i could understand some i think there could be more clarity right because we're yeah, always maybe. like i'm not really sure it's still cool like the aesthetic the look and everything is cool but i think a little more obvious direction would help me also but... contesting so much of the dark order didn't really help them like right I think, like... I agree. Obviously, with um, the development on Dynamite, I think Hangman should have been there from the beginning. And then maybe that... 
Yeah. A, I would have liked Hangman facing the House of Black, any of them in any yep, capacity. For sure. And B, like it makes uh, a little more legit because Hangman's obviously like a big guy. So Yeah. And I was telling you, like, when was the last time Malachi slash Alistair Black was really cool, right? In NXT with and who was running that show? Triple H, right? So yeah. is he looking to reunite with Triple H? Because he was yeah. super I cool. Had, His theme I, song was cool. Note, His yes, entrance was yeah. cool. On that note, I kind of would like, cool. I'd be okay if Murphy went back, too, because yeah. obviously I would prefer he stay, they stay in AEW, because I think they work much better there, yep. but I'm not entirely opposed to how How beautiful is it that we're starting to like almost have two options for decent wrestling programming? A little bit, a little bit. Right? We'll and that's not, how the UK that's the thing, like, too. I'm not going to be just staunchly AEW and hate WWE no matter no, what I they do. No, because I think being a mark for one or the it's other awful. is it's stupid. It's awful. If... If, I'm definitely like more an AEW guy, right? but not like like when main roster's good, it's good. When it's good, it's good. Right. And what would be wrong with like it would be great if we were like, oh man, it's all so good. We have to we don't have enough time right, to watch like, it all. We gotta pick and choose. Fine. As long as it's all good. I have no it's concerns. like even in the Monday Night Wars, like you had periods where like I one both. was good yep. and th- like one was way better than the other. So it's like I or at least like from what I know, like there's not a lot of period where both were really good because when yeah. Um, WWE weren't doing great. WCW was That's at right. the top of their game, and then as WWE turns around, WCW is falling out. So it's Went like insane. It's like yeah, you have a even then you had a clear choice both times, yes. kind of right. And then obviously like ECW is an alternative. So it'd be kind of interesting if both of the main companies are really good because then there is actually some choice. Like not it would be fun when it's and then then it's not like the WCW thing where it's like one's really good and it's like. You only have one really good at a time, right. you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, so, the choice is made for you. I'd like right. to have that decision to yeah, make. Yeah, because right, like, it's even still right now, but like, obviously it's changing, but, like, and especially before, like, easy choice. Yes. Um, Even, like, with NXT, even when NXT was good, I would probably pick Dynamite still. I w- yeah, um, most of the time I liked it better, mm-hmm. for sure. And There were weeks where, but, like, there anyways, were. it would be nice to, like, where it's not such an easy choice. I yes. mean, it would also kind of suck because it's like we'd be busy, busy. Choose, but yeah, but like it nope. would be nice because obviously that's better. I, better in general. I think you're the same. I am a fan of wrestling. The more yeah. good wrestling mm-hmm. I can find, especially because both are better. easily accessible. Right. Right. Like I think New Japan has some good matches, but it's not the most accessible to me. Right. Obviously, I can like find it, but like I don't really love doing all that just to find right a match a show. Or like whatever. I like ha- that. Both AEW and WWE are both easily accessible to me, so both of those are good. Like it's life it's is good. Yeah, and even Impact is Impact it's similar. Impact but. was good this week. I'll yeah. talk about it a bit later, but I thought Impact was especially in ring was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's your turn. Mm, all right. Uh, next, I saw that Roman Reigns surpassed two years as Universal Champion. Um, I think he went on August thirtieth, twenty twenty, at Payback. And he's had what four defenses? <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> no, Not quite that bad, but no, he's. A- uh, actually, I guess lately, but in general, he's he defends a lot on paper. Kevin Owens just multiple never. times, Riddle, right. Cesaro, Edge, Dana Bryan at the same run. time, uh, John Cena, Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar, um, <laughs> etc. Uh, and so also 149 days as the undisputed champion. So you just with the universal title, just yeah. the blue one, it's been two years. Wow. And then with the unified title, it's been 149, which is yeah. crazy because I still remember like being surprised when he came back and he was like all cool and stuff and he yeah. faced uh jay uso another yeah. defense i guess and so that was cool and now it's like two years later he's 
still there. Right, and I I mean, obviously we're going to do predictions later, but... A little freshening up with, like, the Sami Zayn and whatnot, yeah. at least. Oh, yeah, Sami Zayn is actually, like, because I watched some of Raw, right? He He's yeah. really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I watched a little bit of me, even a bit of SmackDown. I'm not sure. Not all of anything, but little bits of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Canadian boy Kyle O'Reilly, I had no idea. K-O-R. Out indefinitely. Um, yeah, he's out real bad. Yeah, confirms that he requires neck fusion surgery. I don't know a lot about it. It sounds awful. It sounds like something that would be hard to come back and wrestle, especially a style he wrestles. Yeah, um, a little bit. And you know it's a bit scary when it says no timeline for his return. Like, not even, like, a year or whatever, 18 months. There's just no timeline. So hopefully everything goes well and he heals as quickly as possible because he's cool. And uh, I'm glad he got a little bit of shine, right, in AEW before... Yeah, and the whole interim nonsense. Yeah, so hopefully he's okay, but uh, does not sound great. No. I got two more after this. Uh, Me also. Perfect. Like we planned it. Did you see uh, the raw results for... For what? I watched the first hour and and maybe 10 minutes. You see the title match? No. Okay. Um, Raquel Gonzalez and Aaliyah are the new tag team champions. Oh, yes, I did. Yeah. Yep. Um, they beat Kai and Sky, Kai and Sky. They did, which was a surprise, but... Not only do I, many people think this is the wrong result, I'm glad I'm not the only one there, um, but Aaliyah also rolled up Kai at the end when Io was the legal woman, so uh, that's even stupid. But don't you think, is this showing up on the pay-per-view or anything? What? Are there a rematch? That's what it feels like. No? No, they're already involved. They've already been in announced like a while ago for a trios match it's bailey and her people versus oh, belair right. and, her, and the, uh, and bliss and oscar so right. i'm here i'm hoping this t- they turn this into a storyline because they kind of did a, like a thing with the Usman street profits with the yeah fake uh, pin thing so because i don't know how they didn't give the titles to kai and sky like, that's what just i mean made i just sense. i just assumed then oh then there's a rematch on next week or whatever and they are gonna win it i maybe next week on raw but like that, sorry that could be like it's, it's stupid because like i don't know like the whole tournament seemed like a like a vehicle just give them the title because that right. like they're the only actual units like New they faction. came in perfectly timed yep. let's build them up i don't understand why it and seems odd now it sucks because i was hoping kai and sky could be the first to hold both sets of tag titles but now it's raquel so feels um a little vincey eh? exactly everybody Which is wants weird. this and everybody thinks this is happening so no because if for no good reason i'm gonna swerve if it brother. was vince i would be just as angry, but I wouldn't be surprised. Right. Now it's Whereas a little Whereas here, I it's, am a little surprised. Our expectations are a bit higher now. Expe- yeah, exactly. And I don't think it, that's um, like misplaced too much because like Triple H is different. Like Triple H is smarter. Yep. And more okay. in touch. I agree. Uh, what else do I have here? Dax Harwood revealed in an interview with the Walkway to Fight Club podcast, like to give credit where credit's due. That Cash Wheeler thought about quitting wrestling last year. Remember that arm injury he suffered? Oh, yeah. Where he caught his crazy. He caught his arm on like the turnbuckle hook. I don't even think I fully Um, saw that, and nor do I ever want to. So in the interview, Dax describes it as watching Cash almost bleed out, basically. I guess there was so much blood, it was horrifying. And so Cash was dealing with that. I don't ever Um, want to see it. Dax admits he was battling some pretty serious anxiety at this point. Um, So cash was close to retiring and just an interesting story because now i would suggest they're like the hottest tag team in north america i would I say tag team under the sun maybe yeah so uh, glad that both of them yeah. seem to have made a recovery right they're one of my favorite tag teams yeah, i'm glad absolutely. they stuck around but that's pretty yeah nice. um that's yeah it's definitely good that they didn't do that because now it's 
Another what an injury thing. that would yeah, be. Yeah, for real. <coughs> and also take our move from the video game, which I think is really weird. I'm, that is very strange to me. I don't. It's And it really doesn't seem I would like, like going to, anywhere. I would love an explanation of it. I would really like to know because I really don't. Like, and they were almost at the model stage, because I think. Because I would want to play as them 100%. I really don't. I would be giving Dax Harwood a singles run. I would probably too. <laughs> and I don't, I don't, like, it's not even like they're like, it's not even like a Malachi Black thing, you no. know? Yeah. They literally have like three sets of titles. Right. One of which affiliated with AEW. They're like in kind of prominence. Like, I, I don't know. It's just weird. It's not like a huge thing because I think. Like, they could be added in, maybe they get added in later, or like, something like that, but it's still weird. Or it'll be some, if they do things like to unlock characters or whatever, who knows? I get, but that, then they would still be in the game, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like, true. Yeah, Being pulled right. at all is just kind of strange. It is strange. And, like, unless it's DLC, which I think is kind of weird. I don't know. We find like, out. They don't, it doesn't seem like they would have to be DLC. Well, and I don't think if they were going to be DLC, they'd, they'd be reporting that they're not part of the game. Either. yeah because right like that, that implies that they were going to be in the main game and like imagine pulling them out then sticking them in dlc yeah like, it doesn't sound weird. like it. it's just weird yeah um my last one is uh bobby fish's AEW contract is expired so now he's a free agent not he opting is. to resign which makes me sad yeah i imagine it's now uh it's not quite as daunting to go back to wwe now right so we may see this and that's good because that's gonna each company is going to want to keep the people they have, right? So they're going to treat them better, hopefully, and we get better product out of it yeah. if there's competition. I don't know. I don't want him to go because I don't want him to go unless the whole faction goes. Yeah. Cause well, I think Cole's locked up for like four or five years. I need them so to. He's okay, not going fine. anywhere. At least Red Redragon can go. Cause... Yeah, I don't know about O'Reilly. Well, he's not wrestling. Well, yeah, but... but I don't know. I just like, I need them together. Yeah. That's how it's supposed to work. <laughs> um, My final story I put in because it kind of makes me happy because I don't like this guy, and you can look up his history if you're wondering why. But according to the oh. Wrestling Observer Newsletter, good old Gable Steveson. Oh, I thought you were talking about the Velveteen Dream thing. Him too, but uh, Steveson... He got arrested twice? He did. Yep. Has not progressed during his WWE training, so this can't-miss superstar like that they... Uh, he's got a history of... Um, I mean, he wasn't officially convicted of anything, but Interesting. there's some issues there. Um. So he was, the, you know, their can't miss guy. They even brought him up to Raw as like a guy drafted. Yeah, he's appeared never a few done times. anything. Because they're oh, yeah, so sure the draft, right? they're so sure he's the next Brock Lesnar, right? Apparently, wait, I thought that was the other guy. <laughs> the re the report notes that everything is quote cold on the Olympic wrestler, and the company may be hesitant to debut him soon because the. You know, the early speculation was, ah, oh, this guy's just going to ascend through. He's going to, like, be in developmental for a cup of coffee, and then he's going to be on main roster as soon as possible. But looks like maybe the development's not going so well, and that debut may be delayed. So, fine by me. Um, anything else you got? I'm out. Um, nope. All right. So, we're going to wrap up the news there and move into a deep dive into this week's episode of AEW Dynamite. Uh, we open with another promo again. Three weeks in Three a row, weeks man. In a row, making me a little bit nervous, but I keep enjoying them. So at the end of the day, yeah, I'm not again, not my it's preference. Just interesting but to note. Yes, agree. It's been a little bit of shift in their presentation. Mm -hmm. it seems, yeah. Um, so Mox says uh, he once heard a Punk describe years ago as the modern 60 minute man, and he says, "What a load of crap that was." <laughs> he said last week he had 57 minutes left in him, and he doesn't think Punk did. 
that he says when guys go up against him, we find out what they're really made of, and we found out what Punk was made of. And he gave Mox his best shot, and he knew Mox would keep taking it, and he looked for a way out. He folded and crumpled in a ball with his foot hurt. Uh, he says champions never fold, and he's sorry Punk didn't turn out to be what anyone wanted him to be. And he had a second chance to be, be- that- to be the best in the world, and it didn't work out. He says he has zero sympathy for Punk because he, uh, he has a fragile body and a fragile ego and a weak mind and a weak spirit. He says he has an open contract for a title match at All Out, and he has already signed it. He'll leave it in the ring, and he'll take anybody who wants it. He says he knows who will sign it, and he knows who he will face. Or, oh, who knows? Yes. That's what I meant. Um, <laughs> you right? Uh, could be someone from AEW or elsewhere. You mentioned New Japan, I think. Yep. Um, but whoever it is, uh, they must remember before they may face Mox um, that he can out-sprint them, he can out-marathon them, out-wrestle them, out-last them. Uh, he is living the living embodiment of pro wrestling, fighting spirit personified. He says whoever accepts it has been warned. Um, then he ditches whatever, blah 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 blah. Um, <laughs> he leaves. Uh, a Steel walks to the ring. Uh, he's a guy. And they're quick to tell us it's it's John Moxley's friend, right? He's a backstage punk producer. Or sorry, um, backstage whatever he is producer. It looks I don't like know. Road Dog. But yes, he's one of Punk's buddies. So he uh, grabs. He the... grabs the contract, puts it in his pocket yes um so yeah this i thought mox was was great here and i don't have issues with mox promos ever but if i'm really looking at it this is the moxley i prefer like yeah he's funny with um eddie kingston yeah he's cool as part of the blackpool combat club for sure but i like this badass loner like anti-hero that mox does because it is such a thing people love, and I don't think many people do it very well, and I think he can. Like, I don't think he needs friends or a faction. You just give me, like, angry Moxley against everybody, right? Anybody and everybody. Um, and that's not to say I don't like him in those other roles, because I do. But I just think this is peak Mox for me. Like, he he's a loner, he has nobody, and this is what he does. So I really like this. Yeah. Another strong opening segment. Like, again, would prefer a match, but... I think it's been three for three in terms of opening segments the last three weeks. As got that good. got that Mentos gone just in time. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say I do like um because he is in Blackpool, which I think is a good faction for him. It okay. is. Um, and I do like the the kind of venture off at times. Like, yes. Um, Claudio and Yuta definitely seem more tied to the faction, but I like. The Mox and Danielson are still in it, but they also seem to venture off into thing. their own And they don't bring things. people to ringside, and they don't have distractions. It's just like they have each other's yeah. back, and like sometimes they do faction things, which I think yep. is cool that works out. Um, so another week of an opening segment. Not complaining, but it's interesting that they've been doing this multiple weeks, in, weeks yes. in a row now. After like Before this, I don't remember the last time they did it. No, we were always like, yes, AEW starts with a match. I love that. I love that, right? Mm-hmm. But not so much. Um, anyways, another great Mox from I think I agree, like peak Mox um, right here. Um, so Saul way to start the show. Oh, it was funny at the beginning. I like that he's like kind of just being all sarcastic about Punk and because he, he just absolutely obliterated him. He Brody lead him. Um, he so did. he didn't show up in Chicago as champion. Um, and I like all the stuff he's had against Punk because he was totally right. Um, the open contract's interesting, but it leaves it open ended for something. But the it kind of indicates the Punk thing with the Ace deals, so that I would think so. Kind of sucks. <laughs> Telegraphed it for you a little bit there. A little bit. Yeah. And because I got spoiled, but that's not important. Right. Uh, next we have Chris Jericho interview. And he says, Lionheart versus American Dragon is a dream match for most, but it will be a nightmare for Danson. And what Danson said last week was Stu Hart bugged him. 
and they would appreciate Danielson's ability, but they would appreciate more um, what Jericho has done in the business and all his accolades, which will include being Danielson um, come Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Garcia comes in, he says he pledges loyalty to, to uh, Jazz, and he says Jericho just needs the best version of himself. He's the Lionheart, he's the best. He says he doesn't need any attacks from behind or any dirty tactics. He just needs his best, and he believes in Jericho. Jericho thanks him. He says he believes in Garcia, too. He's the best technical sports entertainer. Uh, but he says all is fair in romance and wrestling, and he tells Danielson to watch his back. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought it was solid. It wasn't a lot of new stuff from Jericho, um, but I, I thought Garcia was really good. Um, he spoke solid, but I thought he did really well. Because, like, he was like trying to stay loyal to Jericho, and then it seemed normal, but then, like, you hear him kind of like in his speech trying to like subtly kind of throw in like you don't need to cheat you don't need to yeah. go dirty and which i think makes sense because obviously like he he's not going to help for danielson too I assume, right? right this is set up I yeah guess. he's like got the respect for both of them and then also when jericho kind of makes it clear that he is going to like cheat and do all that stuff like attack him whatever you can see like the expression on garcia's face change yes. which i really like lux like you can just see like He's just like, oh crap! Like he's growing into like, this big time. Yeah, um, yep. and I like that because it's like showing that he's not like blindly and like he's just like he's not like blindly like turning on Jericho. Or he's not like he's thoughtful, right? Yeah, and like he hasn't fully settled in one camp yet. So yeah. which I think is good because I think they should drag it up a bit more. I like that he's like, me too. I don't know, just the facial expressions like from Garcia were done really well. He's doing a very good job with it, and I, I mean, it sort of seems like it also could be a setup, right? Like he's trying to convince Jericho to be whatever, to betray him. That's possible um, because I'm kind of hoping that because I just would rather Garcia's out of JAS, right? If I had my way. My complaint about this is I don't know if Jericho was heel enough in this. He really did not come across as a heel at all. I think like the first bit, but then like one with Garcia, it was a little less like I feel like it was, and then it wasn't, and then it was kind of again. And I think because Danielson's going to be treated like a babyface by the crowd, probably, right? So to me, I thought Jericho should be leaning into being a heel a bit more than he did here, but I, I don't know. I thought it was strange, right? His character's been kind of inconsistent, so, sort of like Christian. Um, my complaint about him is it's like it's shifting all the time, and I don't, I don't know. I feel like this is now he was almost presented babyface a bit here. It was weird to me. Thought yeah. he should have been a lot meaner and clearly established that for this match coming up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. And so it kind of rolls nicely right into Brian Danson versus Jake Hager, which are technically our opening match, I guess. Yeah, it would be. Um, First match. So a few notes from the match. There's a suicide dive by Danson. Um, high spot of the match, I thought, was Danson going for the knee off the apron. The Hager catches him, kind of like... R- he like runs across the ringside area and like puts him through the uh timekeeper's table. So yeah, that was cool. Good. Like he kind of like ca- caught him and like kind of ran with him, put him through the table. Like just kind of put him, like it was really cool. And actually. of course, Danielson sold the hell out of it. Like yeah, he always. Does. I thought the sound was pretty nice too. Yeah, it was. Um, there's a spinebuster slam thing by Hager, like the thing he usually does. I think, like he, yes. al- he always does it. It's, he does. It's the thing he does. Whatever we can never really. Why is he not well. named it? I literally I don't, don't care what he names it. It would help. You can name it the blah, 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 and then at least that's a name. <laughs> yeah. Uh, top rope shotgun dropkick by Danson, missile shotgun. Uh, Danson goes for armbar, sorry, uh, Juju Katami. Yep. <laughs> uh, but Hager counters with forearms until Danson moves into a triangle. Hager skips with a powerbomb. It was more like a falling powerbomb, which was kind of cool. Yeah, it was. Uh, corner chops and kicks by Danson, just kicking the crap out of him. Yep. Uh, and the finish eventually comes with the Busaiko knee, which is kind of a weird name, but... Sorry. And he doesn't usually win with that, so. No, he I know he did like a few times early on, but it was a lot of like different submissions and whatnot. Yeah. 
Um, after the match, 2.0 attack Danson. Claudia and Yuta make the save, and they kind of clear out eventually. Then after Jericho runs down to the steel chair, aims to hit Danson. Garcia runs down, takes the chair away. And so that leaves Jericho open to get hit by an, a Busaiko knee from Danielson. And he kind of pats Garcia on, on the back as he walks away. And you can see, like, again, I think the expression from Garcia is done really yep. well. Cause it's just, like, kind of just try like, I just didn't want, he didn't just, he just didn't want uh, Jericho to teach. So he's just kind of like, what did I just mm-hmm. do? Kinda, right. Kind of like the Anakin thing in Revenge of Sith. Yep. He's, and Garcia's doing a really good job with it. Uh I don't know, man. I, I know I like this more than you did. I was shocked that I really liked a Jake Hager match, and maybe that's a lot of credit to Danielson, but I thought Hager looked really good during the beatdown outside the ring leading up to the table spot. Uh, Danielson's selling's obviously awesome. I just, I, I, we kind of talked about it in the match. Like You thought Hager was slow. I, for me, it came across more as methodical, and he's just slowly coming yeah, forward at I don't you know, For all me, the time. it just was boring. So I actually really liked his style here. Just kind of high-impact stuff delivered in like a methodical fashion. Um, I thought it was pretty cool. And then, um, yeah, he just... Everything kind of worked for me between these two guys. I don't know what it was because I generally don't enjoy watching Hager. It's probably the Danielson effect. But just the counters of Danielson right, and just high-quality match against pretty much anyone. Um, And I thought, as we've talked about, Garcia in the aftermath is doing a really good job in his role. And we were not immediately on the garcia bandwagon right we no were it kinda, took a while i think like we were waiting for evidence and we're getting it which i is think nice. we were waiting and then i was kind of like on it but then like the jazz thing set me back a, yeah. a, a while and then um and kind of coming back around which i think is good because i think he's uh doing a lot better uh, him and starks i feel like are being built right now really well so yeah i agreed i like this match quite a bit actually surprisingly mm-hmm. um it was okay i guess i don't <laughs> know i picked up a little more in live days but like it felt much like a dan- less, much less like a dance match for the most part. Felt a lot like a Jake Hager match. It was slow and it wasn't really feel methodical. It just kind of bored me. Like it wasn't. See, I saw it. As, I thought his forearms looked really good, but like it just bored me. Like, like Hager was imposing his physical will because he's so yeah. much bigger and stronger, and then Danielson had yeah. to figure out a way to still yeah. win because he's better. Right? Yeah, and that's, that's fine and all, but like. like a, it bored me. B, I <laughs> yeah. think the pace is just it wasn't great for an opener. Yep. Also, like I. This is, like, especially if this was before the promo, like, this isn't how I would start my show, personally. Um, the, the table spot was cool. There was a couple cool things. But generally, it wasn't very exciting. They kind of picked up with dancing, getting some more offense, finally. But on the whole, I just didn't, I don't know. It wasn't a great choice for an opener, especially, like, if it's in the middle of the show, I think it looks a little better. But yeah, I, I, know, I didn't love it. It just was kind of boring. Um, the aftermath was pretty standard until the actual storyline bit. Um, I liked it a bit for those the more, like, uh, torn garcia um didn't want jericho to cheat obviously but then obviously you see the distress on his face like what she didn't he didn't want jericho to get hit with that so i like that there because i think I, he'll eventually go to blackpool comic club because that just seems like the logical move but i like that like after last week's segment like jericho Ching, like he's not like fully against jericho like it's not like black and white kind of thing yeah. he's still it's still like uh jericho is his mentor and just because he's a heel doesn't mean like he's not like wwe the, would the use the word conflicted right he's conflicted right like it's <laughs> not like the relationship meant nothing just because he's like a human yep. he's kind of like becoming disillusioned yeah so i, I kind of like that um and so he, it, he's kind of like debating like both sides which right. i like because it's not like just turning right yep. like that so i think that's that's a nice aspect and he's trying to show us rather than wwe were there to just tell us right, right? you can he's conflicted yeah you can see on his face and easy. you don't need to say that because he's doing a good job of acting right mm-hmm. so yeah 
Uh, next, you get the wingman protesting something. Right. Uh, Nemeth says uh, the wingmen aren't booked again because. Why they, would they be? I guess Nemeth was booked recently. He lost that, at Wardlow. That's true. Uh, they're the hottest, hunkiest, etc. For stuff like sure. That. Uh, Avalon says from now on this will be Wingman Wednesday. W. Morrissey comes out. Yay. W. Morrissey's back. Uh, I think I um, groaned probably. Morrissey clears that the wingman dominates them, choke slamming, blah, blah, blah. There was, like, he held a Avalon for a decent. He did. That was kind of cool, actually. Yeah. Um, and uh, Stokely Hathaway uh, was making his way down the ring during that, and he offers his card to Morrissey once he's done. Shivani asks Hathaway on the ramp what the cards are about, and Hathaway says none of his business. He says it's on the show, so he thinks it is, and Hathaway kind of gets more agitated, and he's like, none of your business, like, louder. I um, like how he just kind of follows the, right into the ring, and is there, like, watching him destroy these people, waiting for his chance. He kind of did that chance. with Ethan Page. Yeah. He was just, like, standing behind him. And then waiting for his chance to hand them his card. Mm-hmm. I kind of dig yeah. that about him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not a Morrissey fan. Um, he looks super impressive, obviously. He's humongous. He's jacked. He can hit some devastating power moves, but I don't need to see a whole bunch of Morrissey singles matches. I'll tell you that right now. It felt kind of WWE to me. Hey, look, this guy's really big, so we're going to bring him in and Better have, than him, Satin, have him be super dominant. But yeah, he's not bad. Um, it's just not the style I want a lot of in AEW, yeah. but um, I, I, I get them signing him, I guess. He is a bit of a monster, so I don't know. What did you think? Rather than Satin Singh. I guess, yeah. Um, so it was weird the wingman just showed up. I see the point now. I guess. Um, I don't think I could say I expect to see Morrissey back, but good for him. I know he's not like amazing. Like, um, I think he's good for like a big man, he and is. it's not like the EW style. But I don't, I don't know. I'm not like it didn't see a lot of it, but so, but like I don't know. I'm alright with it. I was kind of liked him a bit, so it's cool. And I don't know. It's just like I, I remember watching the interview with uh Chris Van Bleet, so all the stuff he's overcome, I think it's kind of cool. Like at least he's getting oh, like, a big sure. spot, so I'm kind of happy yep. for him in that for sure aspect. So um, I'm already seeing him a bit as long as it's like doesn't have to be like a huge thing, pun intended. Keep his matches short, you mm-hmm. know. That would so be um, and another addition to the Hathaway crew too, which is interesting. I could see Hathaway wanting a guy yeah. like Morrissey, whereas the guns I don't. So do know you why. think everyone he's giving a card to? is joining because i was wondering because they could do it for weeks and weeks where he gives his card to tons of people i don't know more and the mystery but... is like who's gonna actually accept well ethan page for sure because he followed halfway yes. morty did too so i think he will and i think the guns i think although i don't remember what happened to moriarty so Me i'm either. not sure i think them following him indicates He's, they're in and um what i was also wondering is like do you think it'll be like a faction or it's like uh like a maybe like a Heenan family, or do you think it's like a Jimmy Hart thing? I would I would love a Heenan family. That's cool. Yeah, that kind I of love thing. Hathaway. I just think he's so fun to watch doing whatever he's doing. So I don't yeah. know. I'm interested. So cause... far, it's an interesting lineup because let's say it is a faction. You have Lee Moriarty, Ethan Page, Gun Club, and W. Morrissey. That's a diverse group, like yeah, in terms of styles and stuff. At least it makes more sense than the Trustbusters because Trustbusters are just like there. It's like yeah. I get it. It's like the Ari Davari. He's, he's rich. Using hires his money them. To hire people, but yeah. like, I think it makes more sense. Like, a guy assembling a group. Like, I don't know. The Hathaway thing just connects more for me. Like, I think the whole Davari thing. Like, that's just stupid to me. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't like Trustbusters. I like Hathaway. Trustbusters. I don't know. I'm I'm intrigued a little bit. I think I like them more than some people. No, I'm I'm out on Trustbusters. Not a huge I don't fan. Really care. Uh, next we get United Empire interview back in the locker room. Um, Osprey says he finally has Omega in a match again yep which they faced off before i don't know when at some point they did yeah omega points it out in his entrance Mm -hmm. right (laughs) that was was funny yeah 
Uh, Don Callis interrupts. He says he's been admiring everything Osprey's been doing. He had an amazing match on Diamond last week. Yes, he did do that. Uh, he says he thought Osprey was the next Omega, but he is his own man. And the last time he and Omega had a tag match, he got hit with a one-winged angel. He's sure it'll be different this time. Kind of a sarcastic tone all around. So I thought that was amusing. Yep. Um, what do you think? Uh, I, I, it's nothing incredible, but I did like Callus like slipping in there that the last time they faced Osprey took a one winning one winged angel last time, right? Um, I don't know, man. United Empire just seemed like a cool group to me, right? I the more love I, United Empire. The more I see them, the more I like them, right? So yeah, I'm totally fine with this. Yeah, I'm I'm enjoying United Empire a lot. Me too. Um, just like from an in ring perspective, even like um promos, I'm liking them. I don't know, I, I don't, they're just really nice. It, it sucks that they're not like AEW guys because I would love to have them around as a regular. I would, it would just be awesome. We should reach out to Aussie Open. They're close personal friends of ours as that well. That's true. <laughs> I should, oh, I forgot Faction of the Year. I'll throw in Faction of the Year and then I'll throw in United Empire because they would not be a bad pick because they have yep. been killing it just in the Mr. Osprey is winning a fan in you, huh? Oh, right yeah, now. I'm loving Osprey. Yeah. Even, like, the promos, I'm liking him. He's, he was his bruv. His uh, talent is off the charts, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Honestly. I think his promos are pretty <laughs> solid, and then the, his in-ring work speaks for itself. Yep. Um. So this is solid. Uh, Callus is kind of funny, Um. like, the sarcasm. And also referencing um their past uh history, like Omega and uh, Osprey, which is helpful for some people, so that's good. I'm um, looking forward to that main event for sure. Yep. And next we get a... Fatal Four. Oops, nope. It's a tag match because they look the same. Something else that it's... felt WWE, right? Mm, Very yeah, much yeah. this. Uh, Sheeta and Tony Storm, or what's a Sheeta Storm? <laughs> it's not quite as roll off the tongue like Thunderstorm. Hey, Karu Storm. Yeah, that works. Mm-hmm. Versus, uh, Jamie Hader and Britt Baker. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hader Baker. Yeah. Yeah. Like you hate to bake or something like Harry Potter, so it's Haiti Baker. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, Works for notables, me. Uh, not a lot. No, but there's a few. We um, did note that this is the Britt Baker women's spot, right? Yeah, because the gets only like a time earlier. they move out of the second to last spot, basically, is when Britt Baker's in the match. I feel mm-hmm. like it's a hundred percent of the time. At least lately, I don't yeah. know if it's always been that way. Yeah, but we've noticed like it happened with the. One I match. think like the it last happened, three or four times it's been happened Britt. with the Kylan King match. Yep. Um, and there was one before that too. Uh, might have been Tony Storm. I think it was against Tony Storm, because then I remember there was like a couple, one or two in between where back in the normal slot, then Baker's like, oh, back there, and now there's right. this. So. Yep. It's, so it's interesting. It is. It's her spot. It's 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 weird. Yeah. It's not like a huge difference either. So it's just like. No, I don't know what it is. Really, Maybe it's coincidence. It's really weird. But yeah, it's happened a lot. I don't know. It's an odd coincidence if it's just that um there's a hurricane rana bushido which hater takes on her face remember inadvertently the sharp hurricane rana oh yeah yeah Yeah. that she didn't i think she was supposed to like snap it off more like sort of like they usually do and she just went right on her face Mm -hmm. and head yeah wasn't wasn't Mm -hmm. great um yeah and even the ref came over and checked on her she was fine yeah but like it looked worse than it was i Mm -hmm. guess Uh, there's a hot tag flare by she to post commercial break there's a springboard meteora to hair for two uh, later on, a fisherman neckbreaker to sheet up from Baker for another two count. Uh, later on, ripcord rolling elbow to sheet up by Baker after a back and forth. Um, then uh, later on again, uh, Storm hits a hip attack to Baker, and then so that she kind of transitions smoothly right 
to into eternity to yeah, that on the cool. outside. So that was kind of interesting. It was. And then after that happens, like pretty right after, um, Sheeta hits Baker with the katana, the knee strike thing, whatever. And um, Hater, Sheeta, and Storm pick up the win. Yeah. Um, I didn't talk about this at the time. You know how I don't notice commentary a lot, and I don't think you do either? Mm-hmm. One of my notes here, JR dabbles in racism, question mark. Mm-hmm. And then Why I have a would quote. You say? Ready? And this is pretty close to like word for word. Her ring attire looks more Americanized. Talking about Sheeta, and I mean that in a positive way. What? So what does that even mean? So dressing in Japanese Japanese style would be less positive or negative. Like, wh- wh- what are you saying? I think he just sort of got the first part out and realized it sounded kind of bad and thought he was saving it, but you're not. Like, so dressing Amer- looking more American is a positive thing. Looking less Japanese is better. Uh, uh, gross <laughs> yeah right uh, not great it's, like, it's not I great know, i haven't seen it weird. talked about anywhere else i'm wondering if um it seemed like the type of thing i don't know if anyone pick up i don't know if many people that's true that that's true i'll give you credit. there's like, people looking for i don't think like many that. people really pay attention to jr isn't as much no. as you do but i i agree i think once you mentioned that it does seem like the kind of thing that might like gain like at least like small attraction you know yeah. uh so Getting back to the match, <laughs> I wasn't super impressed. Dedicate impre- an entire note to that. <laughs> yeah, it did. I wasn't uh, super impressed to start with this match, but I thought the final couple minutes were more entertaining. But again, this whole like putting near future opponents in tag match annoys me because I would rather... I like it sometimes, but like I don't like it happening a lot. And also, I guess like... It's just like, I kind of feel like now when we go to watch it on the pay-per-view, like, I've already seen them all fight. I would prefer it's not it. Like, what if you do, like, I know some of them have faced off before, like, do two and one-on-one matches, because A, two women's matches. It's not all four of them. B, yes, not all four of them, because, like, I feel like it's, like, I mean, yes, you have Baker and Hater already a team, but, like, having opponents team before the thing is, like, I guess some, like, I don't know. I don't always hate it, but it's also just kind of weird. Like, you know what I mean? For me, it would have ideally been some sort of, excuse me, segment or interview, but they're not good at doing that with the women, right? So I don't know if this is what they feel they had to do, but for me, it's just like, I'm kind of almost watching exactly what I'm, I know it's a tag match and whatever, but it's the same four people fighting. I don't know. I would rather, I don't see them combined before, um, the high stakes match that's just me i guess so i don't know i guess this was okay but it was i think the low point wrestling for me on this show if i remember uh, correctly. i would i put it a little over the opener because i don't that wasn't oh nowhere near for me nowhere near have... we don't disagree that much on matches but this week that one was oh uh, it was all right um it funny like we were talking about funny scenes like with the baker slot yeah um it was all though not the best recently but it was a solid tv match um cool to see shooting except I don't remember. Yeah, the last she time. just comes out of obscurity and do a title and... shot. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> entirely complaining because she does a good hand. I like sure. her. Yeah. I like her, but I do too. It, it is a bit of a nitpick. Like, oh hi. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, you still work here, and you're in a position for a title spot. Yeah, like interim. Yeah, of course. Sorry. Correct. Um. So I feel like teaming with Storm, she got to show a lot here because I feel I assume Storm's winning here, so she, they give momentum to her. I kind of want Hater to win, man. I. Don't I like Hater suck, now. But I'm I, don't, on, I don't think she will. I have uh, grown to be a fan of Jamie Hater at this point. I like her work. I like Kip Sabian. I don't think she's ready. Speaking of Kip Sabian. Mm-hmm. Um, next we get Kip Sabian pack package man, and that is nice to say. Um, Kip Sabian <laughs> in a segment doing things. Right. 
Also, pack package. That's funny to me. You are the president of the Kip Sabian fan club. Yeah. Um, I will say he'll lose a couple of points if he doesn't have his theme. So, yep. I would suggest with the degree he has been repackaged, he may have a different uh, theme. I agree with that. Um, and I don't want to, <laughs> but, but I do. It feels that way. That seems like what So tell happen. us about Although, what he says. on the website, yes. he's still super bad Kip Sabian. So... His theme was cool. Now that you say super bad, I remember the theme. Yeah, it I do was like awesome. It. It was, but I, da- I highly doubt favorite it. favorite themes. I'm going to play it at some point. Uh, maybe when we take a break. Uh, Sabian says he's a stickler. Don't hear that every day. Uh, <laughs> yeah. For the details, but even the most thought out plan can't prepare for the perfect opportunity to fall right at your feet. And Pac fell for the simplest trick and you can read him like a book. Uh, he did say book, which I loved. <laughs> That's funny. Where's he from again? Uh, Sabian? Is he like a... Kiwi, or is he? Uh, I want to say he's a Kiwi. I'll look it up. You keep talking. Right. Um, Pax says after what he did, he's been pestering him, and he'll get a shot at the title if he wants it. And Sabian says he'll be first to embrace the change. Oh, he's English. English. Oh, yeah. so British. UK. Mm, nice. Yeah. I thought "embrace the change" sounded kind of like a Seth Rollins 2021 line. You know? Yeah. Um, he was embrace the vision, but it sounds similar. Yeah. Um. I actually go on praise Kip. I actually haven't minded him, and what I like, I think you might not Say like more this. nice things. Well, it's going to be couched in not nice thing. I think he needed repackaging. Yep. I think the first time around he kind of looked like kind of small, talented, generic indie guy, right? So I think this That's new, offensive. I think this new look is good. We'll see where the character goes. I'm definitely willing to give it a chance because it seems. I think my glass bottle is braille. It seems darker, right? This role that he's in. So um, my question, though, I think I asked you last week, can't, does he really beat Pac here? And if not, how relevant is Kip Sabian? He put all this time into these. Not that I think a ton of people saw some of the box on his head Oh, stuff. I noticed him. They didn't do a great job of, of building it up. But Wait, cause he was just always there. He didn't really do anything. So shocking reveal. It's finally him. Whoa, whole new character. He loses to Pac? Because I, I feel like he does. Well, Pac's been holding it since June, so that's a decent amount I of guess. time. And I feel like then Pac can move. Because I think Pac got the title kind of up and running. And if so. you're pushing Sabian at all, like you can give him this title. It's not like it's a major title. And I don't know how it's going to look if he loses, right? Like that to me, just like back to obscurity. So but you're saying he's got to win. He has a chance. Or some sort of screwy finish or something. But they don't really do that too much, right? That's true. Um, this is solid. Nice to have Kip back on TV. Yeah, fun to say. I'm not. I'm fine with it. Um, this is on the pre-show. Um, the zero hour, which I thought was weird, because they always call it the buy-in. Mm-hmm. Um, and zero hour is the Ring of Honor one. I was just gonna say, wasn't that Ring of yeah, Honor? Yeah. So it's weird, and it doesn't really matter. But like, oh, it's just weird. So I'm gonna have to catch that after my shift. Uh, yeah. Sabian's definitely different. The gimmick seems a bit different. Um, at the very least, so it doesn't bode well for the hopes of keeping the super bad theme. Which was good. Not actually super bad. It was good. It was just called super bad. Super good. It was super good. Yeah. yeah. Um, so like that. I like the change. Um, I agree. Like, I mean, I liked them before. I think the super bad thing was, it was good, but like it lacked depth. To me, he was also being dwarfed a little bit by Penelope Ford because she came across as a star to me. And I seem to be wrong in that prediction. Oh, yeah. I think you're but, pretty um, wrong. I, I don't blame, like you. I don't blame you for thinking that at the time because yeah. that was perfectly fair. But right. I think that's definitely turned out I agree. the opposite way. Yep. And also the thing with Miro, which I thought was 
fine, but like he definitely got kind of I didn't love the left whole, behind the video game stuff. Was remember that I wasn't a huge the arcade arcade was kind of cool though. It was that was it I'd was. watch that. It was again. the best part of that angle for yeah. me. Um, Pax Book Two. I'm I'm looking forward to this. There should be a solid match. Um, yeah, it should. I'm surprised it's already happening, but I guess it doesn't require a super huge build. Um, no, because they have footage of him following him around all over doing stuff. I mean, right? so I don't know how Sting makes it on the main card, and Kip Sabian doesn't. But I digress. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that'll come up again at some. I'm point. I'm deeply offended. Deeply. Um, speaking of Sting, nailed it again. Um, Miro promo is next, which doesn't sound related, but it is. Um, so I didn't take notes, and I was gonna paste notes, but then I couldn't find good notes for it. So <laughs> then I went off of memory, which kind of defeats the let's, purpose of going to. Let's see how you do. All right. Um. <laughs> so he talked about how he tried to redeem the House of Black, and they attacked him, which they did do that. Yep. But that did happen. And uh, his god became afraid of him, sent the pagans, pagans, pagans. After him, yep. Which is what he refers to the House of Black as. Right. I didn't catch the other bit. It was something like, like the god, his god made deal with the devil and something like that, which is cool. Uh, yes. Darby Allen said something about how well King did on his own. Like he won the Royal Rampage without Black, beat Darby without Black, blah 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 without Black. Um, and he says King and Murphy uh don't need Black, but Malachi needs them. Sting speaks. It's showtime. Blah 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 blah. Old man speak. And it, yeah, what did he say? Something about it's showtime. It no or something. Oh, uh, enemy of our enemy is our friend or something like that, right? Loser. The classic. Uh, so I kind of thought this was well done. I liked it because I feel like a lot of times we talked about this before. You'll get a random pairing in wrestling, and they don't make any attempt to explain the relationship other than commentary will say like, "Oh, they share an enemy, so they're working together." So this was at least them attempting to show that they have some sort of rapport and they do sort of interact outside of in the ring, I guess. Um, I thought it was kind of cool. Got the point across. I liked uh, Darby Allen's attempt to su- kind of drive a wedge between King and Black, right? Um, because he was saying he was basically Even appealing too. to Brody King, right? Um, yeah. So I, And again, it's kind of like what I liked about House of Black where you have Miro can talk in all of his cryptic, ambiguous terms, and then Alan is straightforward after that, which I like that contrast, right? So I thought it was a good segment overall. It served its purpose, I mm-hmm. thought. I actually liked it a lot because I thought uh, Miro was good again, but um, I thought like the whole uh, speech he had this time was a lot better than before. Like I think it generally is good, but like it's kind of hard for me to catch, like and kind of understand. But I thought this one made a lot more sense to me, and so I liked it a lot more. Yeah, it was good. Um, because I like the whole like he's kind of disillusioned with this guy, like for whatever for whatever reason I don't quite remember, like but you just like feel like like his guys betrayed him, and so the whole bit like is God he's saying like is God so afraid of me deals with the devil to take him out? I thought that was really cool. Actually, mm-hmm. I liked it a lot. Um, I thought Darby was actually pretty good too, and he kind of had a point. I hope it's ignored because I love House of Black, but <laughs> he still had a good point. Yep. Um, Sting seems to have a place in this trio, but General Good Promo could be a cool match minus Sting. Um, Sting is old. But they can hide him in a trios yeah. match, right? Sting. If you're going to book Sting in matches, mm-hmm. this is what you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Sting's old. Speaking yeah. of kind of old, yep. next we have CM Punk. Boom, got it again. Yep. I'm going to keep doing that. What's next? Got it. Um, he's, uh, So Punk comes out. He's here in Chicago. Punk is 43 years old. Guess who else is almost that kind of me? You're 45, right? Correct. I am You're a 45. Older than CM Punk. I am older than CM Punk, but cooler, nicer, 
almost guaranteed. <laughs> but anyways. Uh, he says, on June 1st, he broke his foot and it would have been bad enough when he wrestled a match on it. Idiot. And pulverized his foot. Pulverized. I like that word. I think, he said do- I think he said doctor said he pulverized his foot or something. Yeah. Uh, don't hear that often either. Pulverized no. and stickler. Right. All one night. He had surgery on June 8th and got three plates and 16 screws in his foot, which is 16 more times than the fact that he points in the guy has never been screwed, which was a funny line, but it seemed really weird. Yeah. Oh, is that when... Um, yeah. Right. We read later that that guy was chanting about... Um, What's his face? Cool. Colt Cabana. Boom, boom. Because it seemed Colt really Cabana. weird that Punk is ripping and insulting a member of the crowd and in his hometown, body shaming them basically, and then cuts a babyface promo right about thanking the fans and stuff. The babyfaceiest like, promo of all time. So it makes sense that that was sort of off script, right? But Actually, kind the, of I felt out of place. It's one of the most babyface promos of all time, but it's also AW's second most patriotic promo of all time. Yes. Behind Cody Rhodes. Of course. Oh, man. I should find that. Because that was Only one of my Patriots get thing. the flag or some reasonable facsimile tattooed on their neck. Okay? That's true. Yeah. Like, he had like within his logo. Cause... It's like the Patriot barcode right there. Yeah. Not... <laughs> yeah, exactly. A Nightmare Family is America. And then CM Punk is Chicago. Correct. I guarantee he has Chicago tattooed somewhere, right? Doesn't he have, like, the stars? Stars here or something? Um, I think on so. His, like, stomach, on his, stomach. Or it's, like, abs or whatever. I don't know. But anyways, um, CM Punk is the Cody Rhodes of Chicago. So yes. Second most patriotic promo in AEW history. Uh, Other than calling Instagram. fans fat and whatever else he said. Okay, well, he's fat phobic, but that's okay. <laughs> um, he said he shouldn't make that. Oh, that's a hate crime. We should report it. Right. Assembly today. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's hate what crimes. you learned at school? Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. So, and then we were in history. And then um, after, and then, wait, no. Yeah. It was sometime after. Cause the, it was first period, right? The assembly. Yeah, you would have been in first. Yeah, period. so then I was waiting, like, acting like, like that kicked my foot under the table, and I was like, you hate crime to me. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Because it's a verb, so. Sure. <laughs> I, he, <laughs> uh, Punk said he shouldn't have come back. Also, the guys, they talked about peanut butter. Yeah. Peanut butter bad? Yeah. Yeah, it's like dangerous. Throwing peanut butter is like throwing a live grenade. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, because he was like going on a whole rant about like, I thought it was funny because he's like, that peanut butter is in the same league as like a, um, like a Swiss Army knife and like a gun and like weed or whatever. And then he's got, you got like peanut all these butter. bad things. And you just got like peanut butter. Which, that was funny. <laughs> Anyways, um, Punk, he said he, sh- he probably shouldn't have come back so early. No. You think? And last week he got beat up in Cleveland and he drove home, which is his thoughts. And it's not the first time he's been beat up in Cleveland. This one hit different. Is that a reference to something? I've, I've, I was wondering if one of his MMA fights was there or something. Ooh, maybe. Or I but I don't like... know if he doesn't seem like he's the type of guy that has a very good sense of humor about himself. So no. I'm not sure he would reference that in a promo. Mm-mm. No, because that one really bad. Not. That was like 2018 or something. Yeah. Right? Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, right. Sometimes I need like a deep swallow every now and then. Um, and it's, I, I feel like if Shawn Michaels said that, it'd be like a reference to like, you know, because he's always got like an instant, like, yeah, you could just say, like, not the first time I got beat up in Syracuse or whatever it yeah. was with the Marines. Uh, you know what I mean? Because like he had like a run in with Marines at one oh, point. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then like one, it was, I think that like might have been, like in real life, that might have been when he lost his smile. Yeah. 
poor guy. <laughs> I just I just thought that now like be like that would be like a Shawn Michaels thing. Like if he said that, it would be like like if mid '90s Shawn Michaels was now and he was like making a reference. He would to be something. CM Punk. <laughs> I don't like how this is going. I'm leaving. Oh my god, CM Punk is Shawn Michaels. You're gonna not book me as the top guy for a little bit. I'm not. I'm not feeling oh well. God. I'm not gonna be here for a bit. CM Punk is. Is attitude era Shawn Michaels a little bit? Wow, mm-hmm. I didn't even think of that. Other than the uh, the ability, he's like the alternative. You know, he that was mainstream Shawn Michaels. This is like alternative, dark, Shawn Michaels. <laughs> as long as everything's going exactly your way, you're totally great. That's the best way to be. Yeah. Um, he says his foot is 100. percent Yeah, yeah. That's what happened last. Went week. from pulverized to fine. Pulverized to depulverized in one week. Hmm. Or no, I guess he pulverized it, and then I think he was talking about the June eighth. Oh, the is, initial injury. Yeah, yeah. I guess he repulverized it, and then now it's depulverized. I guess. Uh, but this is a new hundred percent. He doesn't know if it's good enough. It's not. Sadly, it will be. I don't. I don't want it to be. But it will be. Yep. Yep. Uh, he says he came back a year ago because he loves the business, and he knows it doesn't love you back. I don't. I tolerate him back. Uh, but he also loves the fans, and he knows they love him back. Same answer. Ugh. And they, he let them down. He says he couldn't walk Larry for two months. Dog, I think. Because, I mean, it could be a goldfish, because some people walk goldfishes. So, Or uh, maybe it was his box jellyfish. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what you're talking about. Because uh, he couldn't walk his dog, so oh. I was saying, I assume it's a dog, but it could be a box jellyfish. It could be. Um. And you let him down, oh, poor Larry, you let him down. And he uh, let his sister in front row down, too. Uh, sure. He has a sister. I didn't know that. Yeah. Starts um, to cry, basically, and maybe right? the love isn't enough anymore. Ace Steel comes down. What a, like, I don't know when he wrestled, but what a name that is of Ace whatever Steel? time he wrestled. Whenever he wrestled, that name is so that time. You're giving me something to look up. All right. Um, he says, what is this? He says, this is what they talked about in the back. This isn't him. He says he trained Punk, so he's old, uh, since day one, and he's proud of his career, but he's most proud of Punk, and he says they're family. He says, you don't let family down, and he filled an arena on a rumor that he would come back, and he won't let him leave now. He says, it's not about how many times you get knocked down. It's about getting back up. He tells Punk to sign the contract. He says before he was, an, or so now it's Punk after he got slapped by Ace. Yes. Um, Punk says before that he was CM flipped Punk. Flip the switch. <gasps> Look out. Uh, before he was CM Punk, he was just a kid uh, from Chicago, and Mox ain't the man to kill him. He says Mox is a wild thing, but he ain't wild enough. And this is Chicago, where the weak are killed and eaten. Chicago, yo, Chicago. <laughs> oh, this is funny. Um. Punk says, uh, Mox can't break his bones or drink his blood because this is Chicago. And then I wrote that tracks. Mm-hmm. You can't beat me up and you can't kill me because this is Keswick. That's right. If you're in your own town, you cannot die. Yeah. I mean, if I'm new mar- if I'm in Newmarket, I'm totally screwed. at risk. I am totally exposed, but I'm in Keswick. So you better, you best believe I'm untouchable. Uh, early 2003, Steel joined, at least this part is relevant, right? He had a bunch of places, but joined Ring of Honor, reformed the hate breed with CM Punk. Oh, in, so he tagged. In March, Punk and Steel faced Punk's enemy Raven and another student of Steel's Colt Cabana in a tag match. So he did, in fact, wrestle many places. NWA, total nonstop action. Uh, this one cetera, picture, the Wikipedia picture of 
him is really funny. Sorry, were you done summarizing? Yeah, he looks like constipated or something. That's the picture I just had too. <laughs> um, so, all right, I'm assuming a lot of people love this punk promo. I struggle because I really don't pander, see him pander, pander that too. But I just don't see him as a sympathetic character. If that's what you're trying to sell me, it's not. It's not going to work for me. I don't have sympathy for punk. I don't think that anybody did a bad job here, a steel included, but it just doesn't work for me, right? I guess the point here is punk has flipped the switch and now he's set off and he's determined and angry and whatever and whatever, but he just was pandering so much here and just I don't like I don't have sympathy for him. I don't think I like him as a person, so I really struggle with him when he's pandering babyface punk. Um, but I have all kinds of time for him when he's smart ass, like insulting heel punk. So I was not a fan of this. Mm. I don't know about you. It was a solid. I think I agree. I thought punk spoke good. Um, a lot of pandering though, which I'm never too crazy about, especially towards the end when it seemed less about Mox and more like, this is Chicago and I'm from Chicago and Chicago, Chicago. I think he was really looking for like an iconic moment here and even being in the crowd and standing. And I don't think he got it. I think it. it's a cool visual. But... Right. Yeah, I don't think it was. I think he thought he was going for something iconic. And you I, can't I, beat me in I didn't Chicago. See it. Right. I was like, I was looking at the what culture this and then I, they agreed like, because they always do like what should happen at the pay per view, and they're saying like yes, Mox what should, should win. and what will, yeah, Mox should win, yeah. And I, it's like, so what? It's Chicago. Like you can't always have them win Chicago. Right. Like it can't always be this, you know. So I really hope, I hope more than anything in the world that Punk loses. You I think am, Punk's unhappy now? Yeah. <laughs> have him lose twice in a row to Moxley and see how things I, go would love not i would that, absolutely love nothing more the smile will be misplaced for sure oh yeah <laughs> um so ace steel did a pretty good job considering i don't know him i thought it was Correct. speech to punk was great whether i wanted punk in this match or not i don't i still don't but he did a great little bit there almost got me amped for a second <laughs> i thought ace steel did a great job despite like how i f- feel about the whole thing i think he did a great job so credit where credit is due yeah he was good um that brings me to it though even though I expected this to happen, for sure. I'm very disappointed that this is what we're getting. Because, I mean, I expected it, but I didn't want it at all. Because as much as I love Moxie, far more than Punk, he's probably still my favorite. Uh, Moxie, that is. Um, I'm once again regrettably betting on Punk. I don't want to, but that just seems what's going to happen. Mox proved me wrong tenfold the first time, so I'm hoping more than anything. I would love nothing more for him to prove me wrong again. But it just seems more likely this time. You know, like Chicago, blah, 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 blah. Like, mm-hmm. I... I would, if I was religious, I would pray a thousand times for Mox to win, but like, I don't think it'll happen. No, which I don't. Sucks, cause I, just, I don't think so either. I can't see Punk losing twice in a row yeah, to the Mox same guy. deserves a much better run. I don't, I don't know what they need from Punk anymore. Like, I, I guess he's still ratings, but honestly, like, they, they could do fine without him. They did fine with it. They did great without him for, like, that's proof that he's not a necessity. Sure, he's a draw, but yeah. he's not. So I don't really know what they need him for anymore. Probably sells a ton mm-hmm. of merch. I would and I found out later Steel got fined for the F-bomb, so that's right. kind of amusing. Yeah. And speaking of another old guy, JR sits down with uh, Christian and Jungle Boy. Boom, segue. Not great, but it's a segue. Um, Christian told Jungle Boy that Jack will realize he's not in Christian's league. And then Jungle Boy talked about how he cared about Christian. He said felt for felt very familiar and he loved him. But whether or not Christian cared, uh, he made uh, Jungle Boy feel like uh, feel like Christian loved him too. 
Um, Christian said that this is the real him. He said he's not be there to there to be his friend or his father. He's there to make money, which is why he's managing him. Um, Jungle Boy said, "Don't talk about being a father to him." He said that his father taught him how to be a man. And Jungle Boy said, "You won't be wrestling Jungle Boy. You'll be fighting Jack Perry." Um, is it just this is really short? It was very short. Yeah, and also I feel like it's been a while since we've had one of these. The yeah, good old sit down. No, it, it was for like going through all this trouble of getting an interview or setting up all this stuff. I thought it was it, very And brief. honestly, I would have preferred that because I like when they do like a lengthy thing, it gets kind of heated. And also, yeah. no physicality agreement makes it interesting. I don't think Jungle Boy is ready for a, a very long... Like, he's getting better. I thought this was good. But I, I thought it was okay. I thought he was better than the last in-ring one he did because I didn't really like it, but I still don't think he's great. Like, he, obviously, it's something he's working on, and that's fine. And Christian, at this point, just confuses me, right? Like, again, no pun intended. But where did the edge that he showed up so early in this feud go, right? Like, I don't... <laughs> now he's basically, like, before he was, like, a despicable monster insulting your dead father, blah, blah, blah. And now he's just, like, the crusty old veteran who's trying to protect his spot and make money, right? And I don't know what, where that change came from or why. And I mean, I, that, the, the, that, that was his motivation, and I don't mind that being there. But now it seems like that's what I... Like, what you're saying is, like... That's like the main thing now. Right, it's kind of like instead of starting off and building an intensity, he started off super intense and he's backed off of that. He's like, and it seems like the opposite of what he should do. Petering out, yeah. <laughs> so I and and Luchasaurus is nowhere to be seen. So I'm not quite sure what's going on with that. They've just managed to like make me less interested in this as the weeks go on. Yeah, so that like, can't to, be a to good be thing. fair, where they're doing great things, like this is something where they're, they've been kind of dropping the ball. It could be saved. Like if they have a great match, they For have a sure. great match, but. They've been kind of dropping the ball. Because remember, we were like, oh my God, we like Christian for like two yeah. or three weeks. It was what, around like blood and guts. And then it was like, he just sort of backed off from doing that. I don't know why, but I yeah. find this much less interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Jungle Boy, uh, his bit was really well done. I thought Christian was solid. I think this still warrants something extra too. Still, and I saw like, uh, when I was reading What Culture 2, they said there should be a street fight, which I think yeah. that would work. I don't have a ton of interest in this match. It's weird. Yeah, um, I, I, I don't just know. Don't. I just kind of want it to be over. So yeah, that, yeah, so. that's not ideal. That's not yeah. what they're going for. I mean, I I'm okay with seeing the match, but honestly, like, or I'd rather see um Hobbs and Starks have a street fight. Me too. I would very much like that. Yep. Um, which this thing that didn't get any time on the show, which I thought was kind I of agree. odd. But There's no Starks this week. I think that's been built up pretty solidly. So I think that's understandable. Yeah. I think that's been done much better. Yep. Um, next we get uh Wardlow and FTR versus Silas Young making another appearance. Yep. Uh Ren Jones and insert name here. Uh, hey, at the how rude. My notes say some other guy. I said someone else. So So you talk about it because now I want to know who he is. We gotta give him credit. He made it onto Dynamite, all right? <laughs> on national TV. And who are you to not give him his due? So you start talking about the match. Um, the and one thing in it was uh Ren Jones took like the one of those wind up lariats from from uh, somebody, Wardlow. right? That's his name. Um, short arm. <laughs> that's the guy. Short arm clothesline by Dax to the guy that I don't know. <gasps> How dare you? Don't worry, he's gonna get his moment in a second here. As soon as I can figure out who right. he is. I didn't know much because there wasn't a lot much else. And then there is um the guy whose name that I don't know. He, at the finish comes when he oh, right. takes a smash contraption and then powerbomb symphony. And the X Pinnacle fellows make, get the win. Vic Capri. Congratulations, Vic Capri. Capri uh, Coleman. That was his name. Um, so I don't know. Um, <laughs> my first note. You know what it is? Mm. Jack very concerned about Wardlow's lack of Tron. Oh yeah. 
was all entrance. <laughs> I take notes on your complaints and stuff now. Yeah, he was like, forget. he came up the whole time. It's just like the FTR got the trunks, and then he just comes up like it's just the diamond graphics. I'm just continuously going like, where's the Tron? There was no Tron. Yeah, I, like where was it? I don't have much to say about this. It yeah, was a squash FTR looked quick and aggressive. I feel and like then this is usually where you enter a storyline power bomb element. Right, but it was just a squash. So. And then over, no run-ins after, no, no anything crazy. It was there. Yep. Um, also, weird note, FTR and Sean Spears on the website are still listed as of the pinnacle. Of the pinnacle. So, yep. That's weird. Uh, Wardlow isn't. No. Nope. Even though he's affiliated with FTR, so that's kind of weird. And then MJF isn't because he's not there. He's gone forever. He's gone. Definitely not coming back soon. Definitely not. Definitely not a wild, not the talk about it later. wild card. What is that term? Oh, sorry. We'll talk about it later. Joker. Right. That. Definitely hardly not know that. Definitely not the Joker. I don't even know what a Joker is. Uh, next, John Moxley is back again. I've heard of him. Guess who's back? Back again. John Moxley's back. Tell a friend. Do you have friends? Uh, I'm working on it. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, yeah, I'm driving an hour and a half each way to hang out with one for like probably half an hour tomorrow. Oh, right. Because I'm driving. Oh, yeah, I can't go. because He's flown in from... He moved out to the East Coast. He's flying down to pick up a new vehicle he had to wait for. So I'm going to drive and pick drive him up. back. The team's kind of stupid. Drive all the way back to the East Coast. So I'm just going to go pick him up at the train station and go for a coffee and hang out with my buddy and then send him on his way. Uh, I would totally go, but I can't. That's okay. It's just him. So. Yeah, I know. But still. Yeah. Um, so uh, Mox says, uh, if that's what Punk wants, is exactly what he'll get. Why didn't you just say no? <laughs> like, it's, it's his fault for getting making a contract, dumb idiot. Sorry, Mox. Um, and if he wants to go out on his shield... <laughs> oh, he said the thing. Get it? Yeah. And technically, Punk brought in the shield, because... And we do get a shield bomb, right? It was... Get out. Where did we see that? Oh, that was at the end of the squash. Oh, right. That was not a shield bomb. <laughs> I know that's your favorite term, anyways. Oh, that was the so, lazy such WWE. Such a Michael cole Shield bomb. Yeah. Or it's like, um, I, I thought there should be called that, that move should be called the pinnacle. Cause it's like, their thing is when you're in the pinnacle, you're always on top. The guy taking it would always be on top. Yeah, it's true. It makes sense. So much sense. It's like playing into their thing. You're welcome guys. <laughs> Actually, no, that's my intellectual property. Get out. Yeah. Mine. Um, in front of his hometown, he wasn't that much. Uh, he says at all out, it's him versus punk one more time for the title. That is what's happening. And if Punk thinks he has one more miracle, miracle in him, he better find it fast because he's in danger when the bell rings. And he'll put on a display of violence Punk has never seen before, and he'll show him the difference between a false messiah, a martyr, another word you don't hear a lot, right? pulverized, stickler, martyr. martyr. Uh, and I hardly know her. And uh, the real thing and a legend being made right before your eyes. Um, all I had to say was short promo, but Mox delivers again. Love it, just the intensity is... Always, it's it, that just makes it good in and of itself. And then I liked it a lot more than anything Punk did. Um, praying to God Mox wins because honestly, like that would just Mox deserves it way more than Punk does. I think that's just to get Mike Mox was even just as the interim champion. I loved it. Yeah, I too. honestly don't understand why like he wouldn't win. I feel like, and I have no reason to obviously know any of this, but I feel like he's honestly pissed off about like people assuming that punk's gonna take the title back and and like people sort of 
you know, not giving him credit interim, interim, interim. Like, I honestly feel like he's mad about that and he's like channeling. It I'm like one of his biggest and I'm still stuff. doing that. Like, I still I'm still betting on punk and I, I love Mox. Yeah. So, um, I, I mean, this is just evidence that Mox is the loose cannon character, right? He's going to come out and take over whatever segment he wants. Um, not a lot of people can pull that off, but I think he can. So I, he's yeah. not going to like, basically he's fired up. He's not going to wait to respond to CM Punk. He's going to do it when he wants to. Right. So yeah. I, yeah, this worked. Honestly, like I, I, like I keep saying, but obviously Punk is like needle mover, but I don't think it's wavered much. I think it might have a bit because I think it was obviously hotter at the beginning and I guess as he's kind of showing well, his and his debut was, was a moment right yeah. there's no doubt about that, that but like honestly Moxley was awesome as an like I said they did he did great while Punk was gone like yep. there's no reason why he shouldn't win the title like I I don't get why like I don't get how they could do it and I I'm pretty sure they will which I don't want to say but sure seems like it I just it feels like that's what they'll do. I would also prefer Mox keep it. Oh, I would infinitely prefer it, and then because MJF can if MJF comes back, he can feud with either of them. And easily. I feel like his run, he's won over some people because I feel like there are enough people saying like they do hope it's on Mox, which I was a bit surprised because everyone, oh, punk, as punk, much punk, as everyone punk, loves punk, Mox, punk. everyone's punk, right? Yeah, so everyone super loves punk. So I'm glad that like. Not everyone is in that. Even camp. if Mox has to lose, just make it a sick match. Then I guess. I don't yeah. Know. Um. Fall on his shield. For. Yeah. Ooh. All right. Enough um, punk talk. Oh yeah. Right. <laughs> um. Next again, Uno and Ten interview. So Ten is injured. Uno says he'll take his place on Rampage against Best Friends with uh, Reynolds and Johnny Hungy. Mm-hmm. Andrade comes in and wants Ten to work for him. Random, but cause he's like muscly and young and stuff like that yeah it sounds something about ditching the mask and right says they're dark forever and so andre just like takes crutches and just like whips uno with the crutches and yeah how like, quickly he snapped made me laugh right yeah like, just it, was, zero it was really to, like, funny a hundred yeah he in just an like instant he just beats like just whips him with the crutches all of a sudden like that was funny um short bit but, like just the sudden assault made me laugh like that was really funny um and who else could replace uno i can't hmm. imagine you think Hangman paid Andrade to do it? <laughs> Imagine. He was like doing this whole spiel about hey, like. Hey man, why can't Hangman be an evil mastermind all of a sudden? <laughs> That's true. Right? It's like. I don't know. Like he, he went on this whole spiel about not wanting them or not wanting to just take their moment, but he actually does and he wants to the like. Perfect cover. He wants to like kick Kenny's ass. So he. Right. He, made, he um, maybe he like paid someone off to like put House of Black against them because he knew like they would probably injure. 10 or one of them and then he paid Andrade to offer that because he knew they would right. accept and then take out Uno and now it's his spot or it could be Alan Angels yep uh right yeah Alan Angels this was quick right and I I mean I kind of thought it made sense Andrade has a history of like trying to hire people so he basically is like to 10 right you're jacked ditch the mask and come make money with me. So I thought that kind of made sense. But, and yeah, then I laughed at how quickly he just like snapped, took a crutch and <laughs> started beating him with it. He clearly didn't care too much. No, it was funny. I, mm-hmm. I, it was fine. Uh, next we get, so it's like a preview of the ladder match thing. Yeah. Uh, so, so again, here's guys you're going to watch in a match, but in a match but, ahead of the match. But it was cool. I know. I, and I love these guys. Mm-hmm. So it bothered it Dante me Martin, uh, Ray Phoenix. Roosh and Wheeler. I hardly know her. Yuda. That's mm-hmm. not his official nickname. Mm-hmm. Could be. But Could not. be. Um, couple, some notables from the match. Uh, Martin countered Phoenix in like a snap code red for two, which is really cool because remember it's like really fast. Really fast. 
and Phoenix hit a Hurricane Rana for two. Um, there were multiple deaths outside by various people. True. All that stuff. There's a frenzy after the break. Roosh hit like an avalanche during the Martin and kind of hit into Phoenix, remember? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Yeah. Um, Looked an... like Phoenix got like kicked yeah. right in the face. Mm-hmm. Uh, knee strike and a straight jacket pile driver by Roosh to Yuda for two. Looks good. Martin hit a poison round of Phoenix after Phoenix took out Roosh with a rope rebound heel kick, which I love that. Yes. Uh, Yuda, Yuda won by countering the hip to- a hip toss from um, Martin into a, the seatbelt pin, and he picked up the win. I do like the seatbelt pin. I, I do know like what you're it. saying. But... I don't like that he's like always winning with a roll-up. Like, yeah. That's like his thing because like i understand like trying to get that out of desperation like when yes. you have to resort to that but Save i don't that for trying to pick up a win against someone you're not supposed to win against i don't kinda. i don't like that being like his con- i agree i mean i guess he countered it out of a move here which is kind of cool but th- th- even though like i think it was well done here i'm complaining about it now because it feels like that's been the thing continuously lately it so has. it's like while it was well done here, I'd like a change of pace. Even if he could like hit some sort of finisher and quickly transition into that as the pin. I guess so. that's better. I mean, I, I don't think but you need to use it every time. Yeah. But I, that would be better, yes. I thought this was a fun match. How's it not going to be with these four guys? It wasn't quite what I wanted it to be. They only got like eight minutes, right? So it's hard for them to really pull out all the stops. But considering the time given, uh, definitely enjoyable. I don't know why. I just assumed Roosh would win. I, I don't know why. So I was a little surprised that he didn't. I just feel like he kind of needs it. Oh. I don't know. I had no assumptions going into this. And also, I got spoiled. And I didn't even know this match was a thing. Because, like, it just kind of came out of the blue. I think I just sort so of... I was just like... I, th- I think I just sort of see Roosh as the biggest star of the four. So I just... I don't know. I, I was a bit seen, surprised. I could have seen it being Phoenix. Thinking, but, like... Uh, Based on preconceived notions. But I feel like he doesn't really need any wins. You know what I mean? He Roosh is still kind of new and people are figuring him out. And I don't know. But anyways, it was, it was a fun match. Mm-hmm. Just not not long enough for me. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was definitely a sprint. Yeah, not a ton of time. They made the most of it. A lot of action. Uh, it was pretty solid. Um, Just felt a little too short to get like super into. But um, what we got was pretty entertaining. It's a taste of what we're getting, right? So in that yeah. respect it was probably successful yeah i saw one for you in the line of match line in general looks really good which we didn't talk about so it's claudio yuda both lucha bros andrade rouge dante martin and the joker so that should be eight. fun um hmm. Hmm. yeah and we'll talk about that again later we will um so next we get dark order interview um reynolds says um with the thicker beard uh, if they have to take on three guys and so be it um hangman comes in says he wanted the, the tournament to be their moment wink wink uh-huh um but if uno and ten can't do it wink wink uh they and they need a partner they've always had one because it's his master plan exactly i kept saving evil genius like kip saving said the most thought out master plan there he's the puppet master yeah right new gimmick yeah puppet man um um silver says it's a great idea and him and reynolds walk off and say, hangman says see you friday yeah, I thought Silver was amusing in his little bit at the end. Just his delivery of stuff, right, is funny. It's just funny. Yeah. Um, He's naturally funny. And I kind of, we kind of saw this coming, right? As soon as Dark Order won in the first round, you're, it kind of makes sense. And the fact that he refused to work with them, right? He wanted to, them to support them doing their thing kind of thing. Yeah, like, not something it's like he's still aligned with them, but you just wanted to like support them and not like. And it's not a bad thing that, that this is predictable a little bit, right? Again, no, it's like predictable where I bad. want it to happen. Right. So yeah, it was good. Mm-hmm. It was fine. Um, yeah, I saw a little bit happy Hangman's in it. Although I wish he was in it since the beginning because like, like I said, I would like him to be in the house of, involved in the House of Black match. Makes them, makes Dark Order winning a little more legit. Mm-hmm. 
Um, anyways, um, this is cool. It should be Solid Magic instead of Best Friends on Rampage, but I doubt I'll watch it. I don't catch Rampage a lot. No, and I haven't heard good things about Rampage This could lately. be solid, but, like, I don't think I need to see it. Um, makes the fonts all out clear, but I ain't complaining because I do want the reunion showdown thingy thing with the Hangman and the Elite. Yeah, I'd have time for that, too. That'll be Coolio Julio. Mm-hmm. Aha. Main Speaking event. Speaking of the elite. Let's go. Got him again. Uh, Will Ospreay, uh, US champion and New Japan Strong Tag Team Champions. Aussie Open, which is Kyle Fletcher, the skinny guy, and Mark Davis, the guy with the mustache. The Haas. He's a the Haas. mustache. It's a good old-fashioned Haas. Uh, versus the elite, which is Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, which is Matthew and Nicholas Jackson. Correct. Did I mention that the other people were near the Empire? Yeah. Anyways. Um, they had the match last week, which is good, and then they had the one before that. That was also good. Yeah, this tournament's provided the much, dynamite side, much entertainment. The dynamite side, yeah, not the, not the, not the rampage one. Well, I watched. That it. was Trustbusters. It, it was fine. Trustbusters, yeah. bad in my mouth. Um, this is a tournament semifinal or a dynamite final. Yes, whichever one you prefer. Which is the semifinal. Because uh, that sounds better and makes more sense and is technically accurate to a what a bracket is, mm-hmm. being there are two matches left. Um, so notables, there's a lot of back and forth between Osprey and Omega. Omega's introduction, going. first of all. Oh, Omega's introduction was, was a hilarious. Funny. Yeah, yeah, it was just it was a lot. It was very Will Osprey centric, which is funny. It was just like stats, all about, slights yeah. at Will Osprey. It was really funny. Got to throw in the North Carolina, but I don't remember where or why that came up. Like it's always been part yeah, of the intro I don't thing. Know. I don't remember why. Me either. Um, and it started like right, like Osprey just kind of booted him in the face right off the bat, and then they kind of just had like a fast back and forth. Um, eventually when Osprey's attacking Meg in the corner, Young Bucks throw him off, and they kind of brawl with Ozzy Open a bit. Ozzy Open um catch dives from the Bucks and then sandwich them or sandwich Omega in between them, and then Osprey once again nails that Sky Twister press to the outside. Looked awesome. Which is just it's beautiful, perfect. Um, after the commercial break, Mark Davis is taking it both to both the Bucks. With some continue, continuous offense, which I thought was pretty cool. Nice yes. little bit for Mark Davis there. Um, Ozzy opened at that fireman's carry, um, dropping him into a kick. And then the power slam, like uh, Davis holding him in the, over his shoulder. And then um, Fletcher, it's a dive and cutter for two which with Omega breaking the pin, which is cool. Because they, they hit it last time, too, but it was a little shaky. So this yeah, one, it wasn't they, as They clean. really nailed it. Yeah, they did. So I thought that looked really nice. There was a nice wheel where face was Osprey by match. Just like kind of the snap on that looked really nice. And Osprey sold it really well. Um, So then later on, Omega hits a snap. Dragon Suplex to both members of Ozzy open. Not at the same time. That would be weird. Um, and throws Osprey out, but he skins the cat back in. I don't know why that's the term, but that's how it is. It's just like he's hanging on the top rope and he kind of like flips back in. He hits like, he does this super kick where like he's behind a guy and he like hooks his leg right. around to still kick them in the front of the face. And I don't know why. Is I that think a hook it's kick? A really cool. I don't know. It's, I guess it's kind of like. Yeah, it kick. looks like his heel hits you right in the face. Yeah, it's just yeah. like the way he, it's really cool. It I is. remember seeing it in like the. New Japan recount videos, and it's just really cool. It's like this hook around kind of super kick thing. It's it's really nice. Um, but Omega catches an Oz cutter attempt and hits a snap or goes for a snapdragon. But Osprey flips out really that fast. That was ridiculous. That was really cool. And then he hits a Hurricane Rana. He goes for like a cartwheel moonsault. I forget what they called it. Um, it's just like he cartwheels over and like moonsaults over the ropes, like yeah. just from a standing position, which is really cool. 
Um, but Omega sidesteps and hits the Snapdragon on the outside, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, so Osprey lands on his feet off of that and then immediately gets hit with a dragon. Yeah, right? that was really cool. Yeah. Um, what I thought was also pretty cool is a delayed double uh, superplex by Ozzy open to Omega. Like, that was kind of cool. Just, like, it was kind of interesting. I, like, they just held him for a second. It just looked cool. It was. Uh, Nick broke the pin. Uh, and then Osprey rips off Omega's shirt. And, and he actually looks solid. Like, I thought yeah, it was, like... Yeah, they just revealed he has, like, rib tape. He's just... And and that's kind of cool if the idea is he's trying to hide the injuries that will get targeted, right? Like Which I think always, is smart because that's right. always the thing when he's because he's got like shoulder, shoulder tape, thing and then he's tape. got the rib wrap, like yeah. the typical stuff. So yep. and so he and Osprey, yep, targets the midsection lower back. He does like the spin spinning pendulum backbreaker, which he's done before, which looks cool. Um, Nick goes on a hot tag flurry, not the kicks that I like, uh, not the, the still kicks. his hot still, tag. Was no, crazy. it was awesome. It was yeah. sick. Um, it's just not the typical one I like, but. Um, it was just continuous sick moves. Uh, there was like a destroyer in there. There's like a moon soul DDT on the outside that was in there. A lot of stuff there. A lot of stuff. Um, Osprey hits a snapdragon and Nick mocks Kenny's taunt as he aims for V trigger. But Mega comes in and they trade shots. Um, then later United Empire set for that uh, set up for that assisted cutter that won them the match last week. But Nick counters it by hitting Osprey with a cutter. Yeah, and that that was really cool. Um, Young Bucks just kill Fletcher with a bunch of corner strikes. Like Matt hits him with, like a form, then Nick does like the high knee and like the Domagirian like another shot. Like to just kill Fletcher in the corner. Poor Fletcher, Fletcher took a beating. Poor this. poor Fletcher takes a beating. Towards he sells him. well though. Yeah, oh so yeah, that's, that's what I noted. Why. Like yeah, when he takes like super kicks, he sells really. Even he last week too, he he's he good. sells pretty good. I like Fletcher a lot. Um, considering he's just, he's pretty young, he's just like a tag team guy. So I like I like him for a tag team guy for sure. Um, and then Omega hits a pop-up power arm, rolls him through, and then Fletcher just ki- gets killed again by a double super kick V trigger. So that yes. was really awesome. That got a two count. Bucks look for a Meltzer driver in an awesome sequence. Osprey catches Nick with a cutter off the springboard, so that looked really cool. like they barely caught that. The camera angle wasn't the best, but it just made it look cool because it looked like Osprey came in north. So he did. It yeah. looked really cool. Yep. And then Fletcher kind of flips over Matt, so now he's holding him in the tombstone. Then Osprey climbs up. And they hit like a shooting star press spike tombstone. And I don't think it was which perfect, was but crazy. No, it wasn't doesn't perfect. Doesn't matter. But it doesn't matter because like I have really yeah. do I have seen like I've never seen that before. No. Like. I've never seen anything like that. The closest thing, I guess, is the Meltzer driver was just a 450, yeah. but I've never seen anything like that. It was that. cool. Like, it was crazy. Like, the camera angle also, like you said, kind of It wasn't perfect, but... No, it wasn't perfect. Full like, marks kinda... for attempting it. I in, Like, it was pretty close to perfect. Like It looked cool regardless, right? I was, like... Even just the just, idea of it is cool. I was just blown away. Like, I would have never thought of that. Yeah. Like... And I know it doesn't was, add impact. It's just flashy, but sometimes flashy. Cool. It was, oh, I was like, probably because like, I've never seen anything like that before. Um, Omega hits a V trigger to Osprey, and both Davis and Fletcher take super kicks and a triple super kick to Fletcher because it's just bully Fletcher now. Yeah, I guess it is. Um, <laughs> Omega lines up a V trigger on Fletcher, um, but Osprey jumps in with one of his own, which I thought was cool because Omega's just like gearing up for that. He just gets taken over that. Um, Indy Taker to Osprey from the Elite. And then a V trigger and a one winged angel by Omega for the win on Fletcher. V trigger wasn't the best one ever. No, it, it wasn't great. I even but they, saw it like before. Commentary but... tried to cover it. They were like, well, I kind of got him on, still got him on the neck. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it was all right. Um, enough. It would be enough to get him in set up for the one Kyle angel. Fletcher, man, took a beating. He, he took did. like all the corner moves, the triple strike and triple super kick, the. Uh, this, the last bit of offense. He was Poor the guy Fletcher. to get beat. Uh, oh man, he took a beating. Another insane trios match, right? The the whole thing was excellent, but for me, like Nick's hot tag 
on, I thought this was like in an extra gear and was just so exciting and fun. Just one of those where I'm like, I'm glad it's you that's got to take notes on this because I just want to sit and watch it. Nick's hot tag was fantastic. Osprey's just so good and so clean, right? Like every, he just nails everything. Um, and Omega seems to be like shaking off any rust that he might've had. And I think like this Omega Osprey, if it ever happens, is going to be a pretty big deal, right? Like I think it has happened before, think, but it's yeah. been a while. It's been yeah. a long time. So Aussie Open has looked fantastic in their time in North America because I've watched some of their stuff in New Japan Strong too. Like they are just a really, really, really good tag team that you can put in there with pretty much anybody. So I'm really hoping they're picking up fans in North America because I, I assume they are, right? Because if you haven't seen them before, they are really good so yeah we only ever saw them on uh and live will in an indie show saw them live and then they kind of just resurfaced yeah um when they came to a lot better than when we saw them although they were still like we were were good i just i always kind of i took a liking a bit of a liking they fought dark dark order was that was that who did they face i don't know uh strong hearts i can't remember who they fought i think strong hearts fart fought dark order dark order because that was the owe they were on progress oh right yeah, I can't Progress remember. Progress to smash. Anyways, regardless, fantastically entertaining main event. And just again, this tournament's given us some really cool matches as expected. So love the main yeah, event this Yeah, all week. three of the Dynamite matches, I think, have been awesome. fantastic. Yeah, we love them. Last week's was definitely my favorite, though. Yep. Um, another ma- amazing main event, once again, it was killer. Two weeks, actually three weeks, I guess, of fantastic trios main events. Uh, two weeks with United Empire, though. Gotta love it. I don't understand how you possibly couldn't love this. You can't not. Right. It was amazing. Um little surprising, but um, I like that they got right to Omega versus Osprey, so that was kind of cool. Their action was right from the get-go. It was entertaining the whole time. Like you said, like after the hot tag, it did pick up into another gear. Um, Osprey and Omega had more than a few sick exchanges. I thought that, that was they were definitely the highlight. Um, they're like, uh, just going back and forth. A lot of, ex- like, there's multiple times where I think they had some notable exchanges, and Nick's hot tag spree was amazing. The only guy I feel like we didn't get a lot of was Matt. I feel like yeah, he was mostly just involved in the frenzies, like with like um, multiple guys in there, which yeah. I think is fine because I think like with a lot going on here, it's fine. It's not necessarily bad, just like a bit of a thing I noticed. Um, there's so much going on here at times. Again, uh, difficult note taking, but man, was it fun to watch. Um, the Osprey, Omega Osprey mini feud embedded in there was great. Obviously, it would make for a sick match anytime. So I hope we get that rematch someday. The latter stages, especially, were nonstop with some great near falls and a lot of crazy moves. Like, Shooting star press tombs like that is bananas. Bananas. I don't even know how you just you. That's crazy. And Fletcher just died. Like maybe that's why they're leaving because they just killed Fletcher. Yeah. Um, I like to saw another amazing one. I think I like last week's a bit more because that was just peak. But this was still awesome. I would definitely recommend checking this out. One hundred percent. I'd recommend checking out all the Dynamite trios matches that, or trios tournament. You matches. can't go wrong, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh so overall, another I thought. Very good episode of Dynamite. A step below the past few weeks that have all been in the A range for me. Um, so I like Danielson Hager more than you. I thought it was good. I thought the four-way was fun, but under-delivered, mostly just because it was short, right? And the main event was excellent. Mox's promo was strong. Punk's was a bit of a miss for me. Uh, the Miro stuff was good enough. So I like. I was still had a really good time watching this show. So it was a B-plus for me. Not quite an A-level show, but... Very, very close. There wasn't anything that I thought was really, really bad um, and an amazing main event. So a B-plus for me this week. Very entertaining show. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, I thought it was a solid show. So I thought the un- opening with the mock promo again was uh really nice. Um, we're scrolling back up. So um, first segments I thought mock promo was awesome. Uh, Jericho was all right. Um, the wingman thing was fine. Uh, United Empire like that. Um, I like the Kip Sabian thing a lot. Uh, Miro was great as well. Punk was solid, but not my cup of tea. Um, Christian Jungle Boy was okay. Uh, Mox Part Two, love that too. Hat. Too Mox, too furious. He is furious. No, yeah, fast, fast and furious. I, I am aware. Okay. Yeah, I've heard um, of it. Dark Order stuff was alright. Like with Hangman went on. Um, that was solid. And then as far as matches go, I thought the first match was okay. I didn't love it, but it was it was alright. I'm not gonna say it was bad. It just kind of bored me. Uh, women's match was solid. Uh, squash match was that. Um, I thought the four way was fun, but it was a really a sprint, so you don't get like it was fun, but you don't get a lot of substance out of that. I feel like right. Um, and then the main event was awesome. I could I would never run into good things to say about that again. Like another one I loved, I would definitely recommend checking it out. Like I think that's the only thing like that you must watch. I think last week's was a little better, but I still love this a lot. Um, I think the show was a little below last week, so I think we got get another slow decline with a B plus. I think, yeah, but still good. A higher end. I think it was still a good show. Yep. Um, and I gotta love the main event again. Absolutely. All right. Well, that wraps up our AEW Dynamite review, and we will now move into a little bit of trivia in a segment that we like to call "Off the Top of His Head." All right, this week we are going to Kip take... Sabian trivia? No. Oh. We are taking a look at, uh, what do we want to call it? AEW title matches, defenses, whatever you want to say. So... I'm going to kick your butt. You probably are. Well, of course you are, but we'll see. So I'm going to go all the way back to the beginning. Uh, I'm not going to do television defenses, but all pay-per-views, and we'll see how many you can get. <laughs> that limits it. Okay, so first is August 31st. 2019 at all out. all out so who do we have who beat who for what um it's championship matches there's young bucks and lucha bros and no I, just aew the main championship oh the heavyweight championship whatever they call it that. world championship uh, jericho beat hangman correct it was the inaugural one inaugural good uh november 9th 2019 at full gear uh, jericho beat cody correct that was the one where Cody can't challenge again. Yes, and they stuck to that, to be fair. Yep. Um, so we've got February 29th, 2020, AEW Revolution. Uh, Mox beat Jericho. Correct. Oh, is it just the main title? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's all easy. I'm doing. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't know it would be that easy for you, but it we'll, probably sounds like it is. May 23rd, Double or Nothing, 2020. Moxley beat Brody Lee. Correct. Remember, they went through the stage. Yes. And at what was the? how did that match end? It was a sleeper, right? Referee, yeah, stopped it, I think, right? That's a good match. Yep. Uh, fight for R. the... P. Oh, that's not a pay-per-view. But would you still get it? Fight for the Fallen, July 15th, 2020. Moxley. Oh, is it Brian Cage? Correct. Yeah, because he won the Casino Ladder match. Right. September 5th, 2020, All Out. Oh, that was MJF. Correct. Uh, Mox beat MJF. Correct. If there's any TV specials, you can leave them in. I'll try Okay, it. that's fair. Because uh, there is one coming up. November 7th, 2020, Full Gear. Was that... Oh, yeah, that was Kingston, right? Yes. The I Quit match. Yes. Uh, Mox won. Yes, that's right. Uh, so December 2nd, 2020, Winter is Coming. Omega Beat Mox. That, I knew that was coming. Omega Beat Mox, that's and right. It was the mic shot. K 
Callus. The heel turn. Twenty twenty one, January sixth, New Year's Smash. Oh, that was Omega and Phoenix, right? Right. Omega I would not, Phoenix. I would not have remembered that. I remember that because I remember that was pretty good. Uh March seventh, twenty twenty one, Revolution. Exploding Firepower Deathmatch. That's right. Um I guess no one really won in that. Well, does they, it say Omega won? Yes, it does. Okay, because like, well, because then the timer go off, so then it's like, or maybe he did win. I think he did win. Here's a good one. Like actually, before the timer. April twenty fifth, twenty twenty one, Impact Wrestling Rebellion. Oh, was that the Rich Swan match? That's right. Yeah, he beat Rich Swan. It was the was it the title for title Omega. Correct. The Dooley. Yep. Um, May thirtieth, twenty twenty one, Double or Nothing. Oh. Omega B, that was Pac and Orange Cassidy. That's right. Wow, I wouldn't have got that one either. Uh, September 5th, 2021, All Out. Uh, he, Omega B, Christian. Correct. Um, November 13th, Full Gear, 2021. Hangman beat Omega. Correct. December 15th, Winter is Coming, 2021. Um, that was the draw, right? Um, Hangman Dance. That is correct. Time yeah. limit draw. 2022, they'll probably get easier. March I 6th, imagine. Revolution. Oh, I'm going to be um, Adam Cole. Correct. Really? They skipped a Danielson again. Uh, May 29th, Double or Nothing. Um, Punk beat Hangman. Correct. Uh, June 26th, Forbidden Door. Mox beat Tanahashi for the interim title. Good. And then we'll go... Well, we'll go. now we got to hit all of them. July 6th, Dynamite. We'll make all the TV ones to the end now because we're close. From this year? Yep. Was that Brody King? Correct. Mox beat Brody King. July 27th, Dynamite. Uh, Roosh. Correct. Moxby Roosh. August 10th, Dynamite. Uh... Oh, the most recent ones are killing you. Wait, just... Oh, wait, was it... August 10th. Wait, was it... Was that Punk? Did they make a mistake? No. Oh, Jericho. Correct. Moxby Jericho. And then August 24th. That was Punk. Good. So you nailed all of them. But look at... That's a pretty nice... So since Mox won, he beats Tanahashi to win. Brody King, Roosh, Jericho, Punk. That's a pretty good interim run, right? Mm -hmm. Very good. So you nailed all of those. I thought you might. Well, yeah, hopefully he keeps going non-interim. That is the encyclopedic mind of this boy with wrestling. He remembers all of it. All right. Well, that wraps up trivia, which you crushed. And we are going to add in a little segment this week because we have three oh, pay-per-views. Oh, preview Palooza. To, there you go. Preview Palooza, where we'll make uh, some preview, preview and make some predictions for some upcoming pay-per-views. So we will get to that segment right now. And this will probably be like the only time we do this because it's like, I don't know, how often do you have like three, three. things that we got to preview? Because sometimes there's things. And right? I'm hoping to publish this a bit early so that people can hear the preview before the whatever one takes yeah, place we'll today. It's at like one, so it's like right. almost the middle of the day. So I'm hoping to get this out before one so mm-hmm. that our previews are actually before the, <laughs> but whatever, yeah. it doesn't really matter. So uh, yeah, what's, uh, talk to us about what matches I think there I are. I got the whole card because I don't think they really made any additions last night, which. I thought they might, but I don't think they did. There's only like I six, didn't hear anything. which is weird because they got like six and then AEW is just like huge. Ama- yeah, it seems like AEW has a million matches going on, which is yeah. fine. And they, d- they also do less peer reviews. It's not like they have a monthly thing. Yeah. Which uh, WWE does pretty much. I know. I mean, technically they didn't in August, I guess, but it's like same thing basically because it's like beginning of this month. Right. I think they'll have another one at the end of the month. Anyways. Anyways, um, what do we got? 
uh, so I got uh, Belair, Bliss, and Asuka versus Bailey and her beeps. Ugh. Which is Kai and Sky. I mean, so. I'm I'm groaning. I'm happy with um Bailey's team, but I I don't know. Bliss is not my favorite, but I'll take obviously Bailey's group. I just think like they already didn't win the tag titles, right? Yeah, I think you kind of have to keep and them it, strong. So right. I'm taking them too. Exactly. You can't have them not win the tag titles when it looked like that was completely set up for them to win it and then lose this as well. So yeah, I'm pretty confident. And they already beat Bliss and Asuka in that tournament, so it's kind of like they should probably win again. Yeah. And Belair doesn't have to take a fall, so... There is a podcast I listen to that when they do their picks for stuff, they also do... Um, I forget what show it even is. Or I'd give them credit. They do confidence points as well, right? Mm-hmm. So if there's five matches, you can assign it one to five confidence points, nice. and you get those points if you're right. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Nice. But anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Um, and then there's Edge and Rey Mysterio, which teaming for the first time in 20 <laughs> years or yeah. something like that. Against? They did win the old tag titles. They did. So they were the second ones after uh, Ben Juan Angle. So how many years ago was that? 20. 20. Amazing. Yep. Uh, and they're facing Judgment Day, which I know is super exciting. That is a not a match I care about at all. No, I, uh, and it's, I don't see how Edge and Mysterio don't win because, like, what else happens here? All right. If you're taking them. Wait. T- no. Dominic heel turn. Yeah. Yeah. He is going to become. I'm going to I'm going to do that. So I'll he is turning into his real father, Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, I'm going to take Judgment Day then. I just totally I just forgot about I remember. I just Well, I was going to take them to be contrary, but I will I'll t- I'll take Judgment Day as well. I think like same kind of thing. They have to do something at some point. And why does a like thrown together tag team of Edge and Mysterio need a win? Why is and, I have to get bogged down by this? And it's not the Vince era. So things could proceed a little more logically mm-hmm. than we're used to, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of me going like, buddy, you're thinking logically. That's not going to happen, right? Why are you even thinking that? Now it's Finn possible. Balor has to be involved in this. It's so stupid. Like, you know, I just don't, I don't even like Finn Balor anymore. It's just, I don't. He's just, that group is just, I don't know. They're not super interesting to me. The, I guess Ripley Dominic thing is the most interesting just to see where they go with it. But it would it's just more interesting with, it was better with Edge because at least like, I don't care about Edge. So it's just right. like. Yeah. Okay, everyone edge. I don't care. Yeah. I it's not I'm not super into the judgment day. So I mean like we're getting a purple demon baller, so No, definitely not. If we got a purple demon baller, then I'd be okay, but Yep. We're we're not. not. So I'll take Judgment Day Mm -hmm. too. Um, The Judgment Day, sorry. Judgment Day. Um How dare I? Yeah, I don't like that name. I don't I don't the insisting on the the I get it because it's like differentiating from their pay per view, but when's the last time they used that pay per view? I'm pretty sure two thousand nine. It sounds forced to me. To say it every time. Like, it's been a decade or so, so right. it's not like... Anyone remembers or cares. Um, Matt Riddle versus yep. Seth Rollins. Now, that match should be fun. Yeah, that, that, that could be... That's probably the one I'm looking forward to second most, as I'm, looking, just unleash, I'm more looking forward to Baszler, because I want... It's her time. Just unleash Riddle and let him work his style. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. It's actually kind of a tough one it to pick. It is, because I could see, like, Riddle getting a win, Matt Riddle. Um, but like, that's more just referring to his last name, yeah, like Rollins or whatever. But I do want also. Here's hoping no freaking Rollins soon. Yeah, that needs to happen. But I could also see like Seth Rollins has been on a losing. Season. He has. So it's a question of do they just leave him on that because it doesn't really seem to be changing anything. Right. About him. And I know Triple H likes them both. So it's right. like, does he go with 
Riddle's momentum here, or right. does he give Rollins a win? Does he feel like he needs see. to shift Rollins' momentum or keep they Riddle's could momentum? Go again. Um, Who are you taking? Sure. I will go on the record. Then I'll go first. I'll take Riddle just because mm-hmm. I think they're gonna try and elevate him a little bit, um, and maybe get him away from Randy Orton or less reliant on Randy Orton. That every one of his yeah, promos isn't about Randy. It's Orton. really annoying that he uses the RKO so heavily now. because yeah. he doesn't need it. No. Man can do anything. And yeah, he's got like agreement. And the bro Derek's really cool. So yeah, um, I'll take Matt Riddle too. I think the reemergence of his name gives him a resurgence of power. Yeah, and boom. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, Sheamus versus Gunther for the Intercontinental title. It's uh, pretty easy. It's Gunther. Gunther. Um, uh, what I would like to happen is uh, Pete Dunne, repeat Dunnifies himself and then attacks Sheamus and is like, me face Gunther now. So they can call him repeat Dunne? <laughs> yeah, totally. Like, has Sheamus been doing anything? I'm not super up on, right? Like, it wouldn't make sense for him to no, stroll it's just in. Just like win. a good match for Gunther. Could be an absolute slugfest, right? Like, yeah, that could. Be It'll be a good watch. defense for Gunther, but I don't think he's losing. Yeah, it's Gunther. And then you need you need to bring Pete Dunn back into the mix, and then like, because he did have his fallen gear. It had the brawling brutes logos on it, so it wasn't like full Pete Dunn. He did mention British Strong Style on NXT. Yeah, but that's coming more like up a later. Tyler Bate thing, because Tyler Bate there. Yeah get more people in it and get a little faction with pete dunn no pete dunn's a loner pete dunn is pete dunn <laughs> butch pete, butch is a dog he is a small dog ah, so energetic dog. dog and at least it's close though because i mean honestly like i mean it's the brawling birds logo is stupid because that's just the dumb name and the dumb logo yeah i don't like it but at least he's wearing like the single in the kick because he has wrestled he wrestled the new day as butch and you're just wrestled in stupid yes the suspenders and the right. whatever right so like it is a change. It's not like just because it's the first time he's wrestled. So there's got to be something. Got to bring back Pete Dunn and give him his full gear back. Good luck. Bring, give him the theme I like. Uh, either one of his themes. One of the two. Something. Something. Have him face Gunther. Call him Walter again because that's better. Um, All right. Keep going. How are we talking about Pete Dunn here? Because Pete Dunn. Okay, well, it's the next match. Um, I got Liv Morgan versus Shayna Baszler. You're not going to be happy, title. but it's Liv Morgan. Mm-mm. They're not ending her title run. Yeah, they are. Okay, well, I'll take Liv Morgan. People have been turning on her. I hope I'm wrong, but I don't think I'm wrong. People I'll be have... happy to be wrong about this one. Yeah, people have been turning on her, I've seen. So I, I don't assume... know why, because people love her, but... So that's she fine sucks. that they're turning on her, but I don't see anybody getting super behind Baszler right now either. Because so she's a heel. They'll just sort of do a... Um, even if they are souring on Liv Morgan, they'll just do like a sort of holding know. pattern until they build somebody to take it from her. I think well, I hope Triple so. Again, H likes Baszler and yes. also I don't know how you have her go- get past another like legit badass when she barely squeezed by Rousey. So Maybe that'll I, be her gimmick is that she somehow That's a crappy gimmick well, and, uh, maybe and what, so. it was done horribly at SummerSlam like that did like it did the opposite of a good thing for her image. I just don't, it doesn't feel to me like they're going to abandon Liv yet, so I'll take it. It feels like Baszler's time. I hope so. I'll be happy to be wrong. I'll be happy to be wrong. That's all today is. It's Baszler Day. Nothing else. No one else is getting a crowning moment. Just Baszler. I hope so. We'll see. Just Baszler. And then the main event, the Roman versus the other guy for the big title thing. Who's the other guy? Drew McIntyre? Yeah. Uh, It's Roman. I've heard people trying to convince like themselves, it feels like, that it's Drew McIntyre. And I'm like, really? I mean, again, I'm only sort of watching some main roster stuff, usually the beginning, so I'm not getting 
Drew. He's usually near the end, I would imagine, but I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing signs Other of Roman Other than that, Kevin Owens promo, that was pretty good. It was sweet. Uh, I don't know, because... You're actually contemplating not Roman? Interesting. Because well, it's like, this would be like... Because he still hasn't gotten that crowning moment everyone talks about, like, because obviously it got screwed up a couple times. Yes. So, I don't know. There's that, but then also who wins in their hometown. Well, and Bloodline is still just a dominant storyline, right? That are but involved in everything. They did just, like, beat the crap out of McIntyre. They so did. Maybe it's, like, it's like the th- opposite of the thing you talked about Christian, where, right. with, where now he has to get his comeuppance. So, and I could see it being McIntyre because, like, um, because, like, who else? I don't, I don't know what they do. Cody, now. but that's too long. They'll wait. I think. I don't, I don't know. I I don't know. I could see it going either way. Um, so pick one. I'm taking Roman Reigns confidently, fairly confidently. Again, right. if I'm wrong, I don't really care that much because it's been a long bloodline run. Yeah, and then I I can see them setting up the demise of the Usos too, which I'll I, I'll kind of touch on. Um. We went down on the women's one, so I'll, I'll, I'll take McIntyre just because. Nice. Even, I'm like half confident. Right. You're going out on a limb with that one, I think. But yeah, a little bit. But that's I okay. Can, there's a decent chance. Take a risk. It's a little 50 50, in my opinion. I could see it going either way, so we'll I see. I think it's like 70 30, is what I would say. For Drew. If I had to put. No, <laughs> definitely not. Oh, money in the bank cash in? Mm hmm. No. no, I would still like to hold out hope for Rollins, but I don't honestly don't feasibly see how that happens anymore. Not yet. No. All the good opportunities that made perfect sense have passed them by. They can create another one if they really, if Trips really gets on board with Rollins again, he'll find a way. Which he should. Maybe Rollins hasn't had like an awesome run in like a while. Yeah, um, he's not been doing a whole lot. No, he, he hasn't held a title since January 2020, which is a tag title. He hasn't held a singles title since he lost to The Fiend. He's kind of gotten pigeonholed as one of those guys that doesn't need a title to still be on he TV all the time and do stuff. He Which isn't great for him, but... I mean, it's good for his longevity and getting time, probably, but... I don't know if he needs to be in that Not stage good for yet, his though. legacy. No. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's already got a good... But whatever. A- anyways, uh, next we have uh, NXT Worlds Collide 2022, yes, we do. which is... Tomorrow. Tomorrow at some point. In the afternoon. I don't remember. Anyways, you go ahead. I'll I'll find out. I think that four maybe. Yeah, I think that sounds right. Um. So first we have Ricochet versus Carmelo Hayes for the North American title. Um. I don't really see any like main roster guy taking the titles. So that match could be fun. And also, Ricochet's held the title before, so it's not even like he's coming back to win something he no. hasn't held. It's Melo. He's red hot right now. To me, I'll talk about it in um, high spots and rest holds. He is the a champ i know that's his gimmick but i kind of agree with him he's way more interesting um and i don't see any signs of him losing right now so i will easily take Mm -hmm. carmelo hayes and yeah like they're just not gonna slap a title on ricochet when he's got nothing to do with nxt anymore i don't think so i'm pretty confident in Melo. yeah me too and then oh yeah i also took hayes because like i don't know it just because he's awesome. Doesn't seem like it'll be a sick match, but I don't see Ricochet winning. No, me either. And then uh, Carter and Katana Chance versus Dewdrop <laughs> and Nikki Ash for S- the tag titles. Same thing. The um, Chance and Carter just got those belts, right? And again, you've got just a group that has nothing to do with NXT coming back. Um, I can't see the title changing hands, so I'll take the. I was gonna say baby faces, but I don't even know. I'll take think, Chance and Carter. I think so. Why wouldn't they be the baby faces? I think they are now. 
So three thirty Eastern time is mm. the is the show. Mm. Oh yeah, because I think the pre show is like half an hour. Yeah, these picks are kind of easy because I really agree. I don't see two uh, somebody yeah. showing up at NXT almost unannounced, right? Like on a few days' notice and winning a title. Mm-hmm. Could happen, I guess. Um, so next we have Gallus versus Pretty Deadly, which I don't know why those two teams are in there, versus Brooks Jensen and Josh Briggs versus Creed Brothers te- unifying the tag titles. Uh, I am... Creed's. Yeah, Creed's. Yeah. They're awesome. Um, It just makes the most sense because they're like... I feel like you're also going to like... Um, they're the ones that are being built, and they are. you're going to continue with that. I think, like, I would even say the second most likely would be Gallus, because I would put them ahead of, like, Jensen and Briggs, and, like, yes. obviously, I still think the Creeds are winning very much, but, like, if I had to rank the chances, I would put Gallus second. Yeah, because anyway. Jensen and Briggs have championships now, and I don't think they need them. Um, and I don't think it's doing anything for them or the not. titles. It's kind of hurting the titles. And Creeds are the team they're building up as this legit, you know... Right. tag team and they are really really good um so i think this is like another feather in their cap sort of thing that they win this match so i'll take the exactly. creeds pretty easily i mean it is more interesting that it's a four-way but it's kind of weird that yeah two teams without titles are in there but and pretty deadly just kind of seem to be there for like almost comic relief sort of stuff like i don't see them even though i really like them i don't see them as a credible contender no i here. think they made more sense as champs in the uk where yeah. it's like a smaller pond so it kind of worked yeah. a little better yeah. even then i was a little yeah. Um. Skeptical. Yep. Uh. Next we have uh Mandy Rose versus Mika Satomura versus Blair Davenport because she's there. Uh. Unifying the women's titles. Um. So I'm gonna make a weird pick here. I'm gonna take um Davenport. Really. I am just because I. I think they have to be approaching the time where they see that Mandy the Mandy Rose experiment they isn't working. To. And I was actually a little open to it, right? You were always no, 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 and I was like, whatever. Maybe she gets better, and maybe. Um, Mm-mm. it's not been a very exciting title. She's run. been around for like, I don't know, like seven or eight years. Like, yeah. be like it's been a while. Like, yeah, twenty fifteen. Okay, seven years at most. And Mako, I don't think they want Mako in NXT. She doesn't need to be there at all. So I wonder if she's going main roster or what she's doing. So to me, it's kind of like. They just brought Davenport over. They can slap the title on her right away. She has instant credibility. Wasn't she just competitive with Indy Hartwell, though? And um, I mean, she won in a very short match. Indy got some some offense in, but it was a quick win for Davenport. I don't know. I feel like... Because like, to me, I don't know why Davenport's in this match if it's not to win it. You know what I mean? It seems really odd yeah. that I they just threw her in there. I think I agree. I'll take Davenport. I don't understand if she's not winning. I guess... Because I don't feel like... The other reason she's there is to take the pin, right? But I don't think, I don't know. I guess if they want Mandy to retain and they don't want Mako to have a loss, they have her pin Davenport. But So that's possible too. I'll stick with Davenport though. Just I'm kind of going up. My confidence is not high on this one, but I think it could happen. And I just don't understand why she's I'll there. T- I'll just to be different, I'll take Satomura because I kind of thought it would be her. So I, I'll I'd be happy if you're right. Go and then you could kind of have like another decent run like a like kind of a dominant run and then you build someone or like then davenport can get it i guess because i think it could be davenport takes the pin right so. yeah i think it's it definitely possible and i don't I know think if i saw a thing that mako satomura was in wcw i know yeah i saw that's crazy i know satomura doesn't like need to be in nxt but i also don't see her doing much on the main roster because she is like older like i don't wow. she was on nitro in 1997 she was i think she was like 19 or 20 at Mm. that point i don't see her doing a lot on the main roster so i feel like this is where she could be where 
like and then she can also like that's something helpful for the new people like you know what i mean like working with right with mako so that yep. that would be useful too so who are you taking what's your Satomura. plan okay you're taking mako i got davenport yeah. got it all right next um breaker versus tyler bait unifying the main titles um as much as i'd like it to be tyler bait i don't think it's tyler bait ditto it's braun i They're... would love it to be tyler bait um and bronze bronze not doing a bad job as champion he's not like i'm starting to find like his match there's not a lot of variety in a in a braun breaker match he, like he's solid for sure I, and i'm i i think he's already good enough for main roster but i don't see him going top of main roster but like no. if you throw him in the mid card i think he'd be good fine but i think they like him as the guy on nxt right now so i think it's probably and again yeah. i don't know how much people remember or know bait so i think it's breaker again I would love for it to be bait, Me too. but I doubt it. Yeah, I'm happy to be wrong on a bunch of these predictions, it seems. Yeah. Um, so next we go to our last one, uh, which is All Out, which will be also tomorrow. Right. Um, and the so, one I'm most excited for. Yeah, I we have you like, are as a well. lot of matches here. All right. Um, three um, on the Zero Hour, which is the pre-show. So you have Hook versus Angela Parker for FTW title. <laughs> Hook, obviously. Hook. Not Easy. much discussion needed there, right? Yeah, it's Hook. A guy who's there as a comedy character never wins anything mm -hmm. versus a guy who's on a massive push and winning streak. Mm -hmm. Has the, the fictional title. Right. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, <coughs> Eddie Kingston versus Ishii. Um, I think Kingston because this gives him a win and it's not like Ishii's sticking around. Like I don't know. 100% agree. I don't know what a win does for Ishii. Here. Uh, 100%. Yeah, he does not need to be. Ishii doesn't need the win. It doesn't really help him if he's not staying. It would just hurt Kingston. And Kingston sort of doesn't seem to win a lot of really big matches, right? So I think you're right. It's Kingston mm -hmm. in that one. Uh, and then our last one from the Zero Hour, which is Pac versus Kip Sabian for the All-Atlantic title. This I'm one's gonna... a little bit tough. It is tough. I agree, because I could see it going both ways, but I'm going to pick my boy, because that's Sabian. what I'm doing. Um, and you suggested that. Yeah, because I don't understand how you do all of this for this long. Not that it was like... A dominant storyline throughout no, the show. No, it's just like anything, a subtle but... thing. It's been like a year he's been doing that. Right. So, do you bring him back and in this dramatic quote unquote reveal, and then he loses in his first match? Um, I guess I'll take Sabian as well. I I'm not Ooh. super confident. I do think there's a decent chance Pack wins, but yeah, it just doesn't make sure. sense to have mm -hmm. Sabian lose here, right? Mm -hmm. Unless there's some sort of shenanigans. But again. They don't do that that often, right? Mm -hmm. You usually have some sort of clear yeah. thing. All right, I'll take Sabian. Uh, next, all right, so the main card, first one I have is House of Black versus Alan Singh and Miro. And so I was looking at things like, I think House of Black. I think, how do they lose? Like, they already lost the Dark Order in the tournament. Like, yeah. what would it do for their credibility that they lose to a cobbled together team? I think they could get the pin over Alan because that's easy. And then if you want to continue the Miro thing, he can get his win over Malachi or something. Like, yeah. them losing to a cobbled together trio does not make sense it would just hurt them and they could they can win by shenanigans i don't care but yeah. then and then miro can get his wins in like singles matches where it makes more sense yeah i'll be i'll take the other team then because sting yeah and i feel true. like they just want him winning well he doesn't have to lose right so I, i'm again don't care if i'm wrong like house of black a lot more but just i don't know if yeah. i think they lose I think that it just it's gonna hurt them so much, and that's and that definitely won't help Malachi Black. No. Uh, next we have Ricky Starks versus Powerhouse Hobbs. Uh, no stipulation, unfortunately. That one should be fun. This um, one should be fun though. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna take Starks. Me I think too. Just has based to be. on the positioning and how they're. And I think he's definitely gonna shoot up 
He Picard seems like more. the guy they're putting more focus on, right? I and think Hobbs will do solid in the mid tier, but I think like at least like especially in the near future, her Starks is going up faster. I think they're at this point they're seeing what they have in Starks and they want to see what they can get out of him, right? Because mm-hmm. he's yeah. he's kind of other than not being super big, he's kind of the, the full package at this point. Oh yeah, right? no, he's totally coming to like a. He's 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 great. Yeah, he's been great lately. Um, I really wish there was a stipulation here, just because I think that would make it better. I mean, who knows? Maybe Starks wins, Hobbs wins, very much. Like I could totally like obviously I don't love the fifty fifty booking, but if they want to run this back again with something else yeah. on it. I hope it's good. Totally it's a very do. much a contrast in styles, right? Which I could like. So I- I'll take Starks as well. Yeah, he just I'm... feels like the rocket is strapped to his back Absolutely. a bit right now. I definitely wouldn't be minding like the old tag team split trilogy of matches. Yes, yeah. like a la DIY. Yep, once insane. Blah blah blah. I'm interested to see Hobbs get like a bunch of time on a pay per view too to see what True. he does in a longer. To be fair, Starks really hasn't either. Like other no. than their tag title match, like yeah. I don't remember times where they've been like prominent on pay per views. So. So I hope they get like you know 15 minutes, 12 yep. to Solid 15. Solid amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, next again, I'm I'm sure we're both super excited for this. Uh, Jade Cargill versus Athena for the TBS title. Um, I know it's for a title, but this feels like it should be on zero hour more than some things to like, me. I. I not even biased because I like them. I'd rather see Kip Sabian on the main show than yes, because that's like it's shorts a shorter build, but that's more interesting to me. Like this has been, this should have been on like the last TV special or whatever. This should have been like a couple months ago. Now, do you think Athena is the one to end the streak? I don't, so I'll take Jade. I guess I don't. I don't. I'll just take Cargo because I'm not super confident in Athena because it's like everything in the women's division is so underdeveloped. It's hard to really. If this was done sooner, see. I totally would have thought it would be Athena because like she, it just felt like she was hot. She was coming in like to be same Cargill. when she first but came. I'm like kind of fizzled right. out, so it's like doesn't even matter anymore. When she first came, I was like, okay, she's the one because I like her in ring. We can build her to be the one to. But now it's just been too long. It's been kind of yeah, and just not that hot of anything it feels like by this time if that's what would happen like this should have been like the third match and we we should have seen more of athena too doing cooler stuff i don't remember the last thing she's done she's just been um who was she always with was it statlander before she got you remember they did those stupid promos that we hated a lot yeah so i mean yeah there's just not a lot there to this feud to be honest Mm -hmm. so Um, that match i hope is kind of short like jade wins in like seven minutes or something yeah that's that that's perfect seems to make sense there's so many matches on here they can't all be 20 minutes um so next is the casino ladder match which is claudio casagnoli uh wheeler yuda ray phoenix penta alzira miedo andrade alidolo rouge dante martin and the joker so first we're gonna run through who do you think the joker is and who do you think wins i agree any wins mjf any wins yeah who else could it even be like I don't know. And because part of me thinking it's MJF is because they haven't spoken about MJF since he was gone and they really haven't talked much about this Joker either. Like they don't, they barely like... mention it. Yeah. And what so I think it's... they just want it to be like, boom, here, here he is. is. Yeah. And, and like, cause like at the way he went out, like I, what if it's like they throw out a red herring, like someone comes out and then MJF just takes the spot. Like it's not even yeah. supposed to happen. Cause who out of the rest of the card of, of that lineup, sorry. It looks Claudia. like they're going to get a championship match. Claudia. I don't see that even for him yet. I mean, they could put him in there. Like, it doesn't have to be like a full program. But like everybody just... else, do you see them having a legit title opportunity? Andrade. Not really. May- yeah, maybe. Bruce. But I don't think either of them, the way they've been currently built, I no. think they're both main eventers, but not right now. So I think it's MJF and he wins. But mm-hmm. I like to see like someone like on the roster is like solid. Like someone comes out like 
some one people like, but like who's on the roster? I'm trying to think who's who else has been out injured that could be back. It can't be Cole yet, right? Darius Martin, <laughs> Adam Cole. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'd like that. Yeah, but I don't think so. I think no, it's I MJF. It's MJF. Yeah. Uh, next we have Elite versus Dark War, which does include Hangman for the in the trios uh title oh, tournament yeah, final. That match. Um, has to be the Elite. It it's, does. Even if it's Hangman, I don't think it's ever not the Elite. It is the Elite. It was and it always going to be the Elite. Super fun. I mean, they were reporting that the trios belts were coming so that Omega could have them, right? So I, unless I would, that's all a work to swerve I'd be a us, which I don't think presently, so. Pleasantly surprised if Hangman did get him, but yeah. I think it's it was always going to be the Elite. Yeah. So it's the Elite. I this think should so be too. sweet though. I'm probably this is probably one of the things I'm looking forward to most. Yeah. So I'm almost feeling like something happens and hangman and dark order start to have issues mm-hmm. i'm wondering if there's like not. a like... dark hangman coming uh, i don't know i don't know why i feel it but we'll see maybe he turns on the dark i don't know I, d- I don't like that i like the whole and i don't think that's something that needs to split given how dark order is like i don't yeah i don't know if you should do that i don't either but i i don't know why i feel like there's a chance it happens and you reunite the elite full force uh, as a four-man unit thing maybe i guess you could i thought that's what you're talking about no i'm just saying that i mean if he's turning heel i feel like that makes sense yeah i don't think he imme- immediately has to go back to the elite but i don't know i just feel something maybe shifting with hangman we'll mm-hmm. see could be totally misreading everything but mm-hmm. we'll see uh next we have uh tag titles uh lee and swerve strickland versus the acclaimed um, could be solid. It's just it's not like the most high profile it is tag not, match, really. Um, Even though I like both teams, yeah. It's just like I think this, it, I think it'll be good. This but... feels like oh, like zero hour material too. Just because yeah. we talk about it every week, those belts are not being elevated because the team that the best team in the world that's in your company doesn't have them. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't make sense. To um, me. I think it could be good, but it's just not like super high profile. I think Swerve and retain. I don't I see agree. the acclaim getting him yet. I've seen some people think they might, but I don't. Like, if you're trying to appeal to someone like me, you have to build up Swerve and Lee's credibility because I'm already saying, like, they, they don't feel like... And I want to like them because I like them a lot. Right, but... me too. So they need a win here to start convincing me that, yes, they're the tag team that should have yeah. these belts. Uh, next, uh, Baker, Sheeta, Hater, Storm for the interim women's title. I'm going for my heart, and I'm going to go Hater because I want That's Hater to dumb. win. And I, don't, I think, like... I think she would be solid, but I don't think that'll happen. And I think it's... A safe time to try it, right? It's interim champion. Put it on her. See how it goes. You don't like it? She loses the Thunder Rosa easy when Rosa's back. I don't know. Yeah, I think Rosa's out for Dismal. I also think because they were going to give the title to Storm anyways. So this is like, yes. you get the interim title to Storm, then you have Thunderstorm face off. That is the easy move. So right? I'm taking Storm. Just makes more sense. Yep. Uh, Danielson versus Jericho. Um, I'll take Danielson. I don't want to pick against Danielson, to be honest. And I, I'm taking Danielson too, because I think like pro wrestling beats sports entertainment. Jericho, Jericho tries to cheat, and then Garcia kind of gets involved, and like maybe like finally turns. Yeah, and Danielson picks up the win. Or Garcia has already made his decision and is stringing Jericho along. Yeah, to screw something him over along here. those lines. Yeah. yeah. Yep, I agree. So I, I would take danielson i think i think we're both saying the same thing danielson wins and the garcia thing shifts to whatever's yep. where it's going yeah which is weird because next week he's facing yuda again right um but that that's all right yeah. i mean like that's that could the, be like his initiation well exactly black, black cool combat club are set up as a group that they would do that they would have a fight between each other yeah. just for the sake of yeah i mean yuda uh ran through like right. ran the gauntlet so and like i feel like it could be like uh that maybe that's um you just gatekeeping the yeah you is tasked with 
initiating Garcia. So I could see that being the case. Mm-hmm. Um. So lastly, Moxley versus Punk two. I'm torn here. I, I mean, I'm taking Punk just because I think that's what's happening here. Uh, again, I don't see CM Punk losing two pro high profile matches in a row. I don't think Tony Khan wants to deal with CM Punk. All right, nice point to add, right? I don't think you want to deal with CM Punk losing two matches, the second being on a pay-per-view in his hometown for the title. Yeah, on one hand, I I absolutely think it's Punk because that's it's the same hey, thought process. You get I had one you can pick with your heart. I picked Hater with my heart, so if you want to just, yeah. you know. And, but on the other hand, like, Mox killed in his interim. He did. Punk I think that's why punk, he's so mad. Punk cause... dropped the ball, and Mox freaking ran with it he and did. he's been doing great and he killed punk the first time like it's been he's been great like there's realistically there's no reason he shouldn't win other than cm punk is a doof yeah like i don't i don't know like because there's a lot of reasons for both of them to win which is uh it, it's interesting it is it's I'm, good i'm gonna go on a limb i'm gonna take mox i'm gonna boy. I'm gonna believe in my boy this time because i didn't last time and he proved everyone True. wrong and you know punk can freaking suck it he doesn't always have to win in his hometown like that's like i mean wwe always has people losing their hometown so like punk's lost in chicago a bunch of times i'm sure so yeah he can just take it and if he's gonna cry i don't really care so i'm gonna take moxley and moxley's gonna get his moment and he's gonna have a big boy run again <laughs> and he'll face mjf and maybe mjf him. i don't know maybe mjf will come out again and screw punk over so yeah. Punk doesn't have the title yeah you know? i don't we could that, hope for that something punk <laughs> cannot win because i don't want him to all right well we'll see and that's it right for preview palooza Mm -hmm. all right um so we'll move back into talking about some of this week's wrestling whatever we happened to see that we liked and didn't like in our segment called high spots and rest holds all right so i watched all of nxt um, I watched all of Impact Wrestling. I watched a little bit of Raw, and I think that was it. So I'm going to start out from the world of NXT with a rest hold, and that is that our boy, Charlie Dempsey, lost in his debut match. He lost? He lost to Andre Chase. He lost to Andre Chase via distraction roll-up, which was one of two on NXT, which would also be a rest hold in a separate category, Stupid. but I'll lump it in here. They had two of those. Um, he did get to showcase some of his unique submission style that I quite enjoy. But at the end of the day, he took a loss to a comedy mid-carder in his debut, right? Um, I imagine this continues and maybe he gets his win back and maybe he beats everybody in uh, Chase University. But still, right, this was his first match and he lost to a guy that doesn't ever win and wrestles in like a sweater and pants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wasn't happy. But good to see Dempsey there at least. Mm-hmm. You? Uh, high spot from Raw. So I saw, I think Jay Uso was facing Owens or something with Owens. Yes. And so it might have been post match, but I don't know because it looked like the stairs were taken out. Um, but so they were trying to get Zayn to hit Owens with a chair and he's kind of conflicted. Yes. So I like that. Teasing a reunion, which would be cool. Yeah. Um, it's kind of weird because then Owens would be flipping to face again. Because Owens was trying to talk him out of it, right? Like kind of being. So he's face now, like I guess ever since the Canada one. I think he's doing like they're fully letting him do the stone cold like badass anti-hero no, kind but of he deal. was healed for a while i know with against austin against ezekiel and then like he was doing a bunch of stuff but and now, now i think he's, he's just again i kind of think he's doing the 
the anti-hero thing. I think he's thing. face again. Like he just Maybe. keeps flipping. He's almost big showing a bit. Yeah. Um. Hopefully Zayn does this with and joins Owens because then they can maybe win the tag titles. That's your end game yeah. for the Usos there, and you can rerun their feud eventually like next year. Yeah. I was also like, and you can send them for WrestleMania. You know. Yeah. Um. I was hoping also for DIY to go in that direction, but I think you could also do, you could have DIY like, team up against Miz and someone. You yeah. Know I mean like Miz and Theory, let's say. Logan Paul. Oh wait, that makes sense. Because Gargano returned and attacked Theory, so. Yeah. And Theory and Miz. Theory and Miz makes a lot of sense compared to Miz and Champa. It'd be like Miz and Alex Shelley all over again. Or not Alex Shelley, Alex. Oh my Alex God. Uh, Riley. Right, there you yeah. go. A-Ry. Yeah, so that would be cool. Actually, so yeah, you could like do that and then like eventually DIY turn. Sure, you'd be running two feuds that are pretty identical at the same time, but yeah. I don't care. Yeah. And Owens and Zay are already involved with the Bullet, so at least like with the Gargano thing it's more open-ended to he could do other things, so at least get this running, because it makes sense. Yeah. So that's uh, cool. Yeah. Because um, I, like, I like them teasing that. Um, NXT high spot, just Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams as an act right now. They were the main event of this show, not in a match, just doing a, a promo segment where uh, Ricochet interrupted to set up that match, and Carmelo Hayes is so good on the mic. Um, his heel logic was actually pretty solid, right? Because he was talking about how everyone's so excited about this title unification and he's already done that you know what i mean which is true and again that he's the a champ which i kind of agree with and like i i think i texted you as i was watching it like trick williams made me laugh out loud a couple times because he's now found his little niche where carmelo say hayes says a whole bunch of stuff and as hayes is like taking a breath trick williams would be like talk about it you know what i mean and he'll just like all facts like stuff like that and he's just i think they're really hitting their stride as an act i don't really want to see trick wrestle a whole lot at this point but um his character work is really funny just sprinkling in these lines whenever mellow sort of takes a breath um so yeah he is my a champ he's super entertaining to watch and i'm i'm assuming he's a main roster call up at some point but right now i think he's pretty much the, one of the most entertaining things on this brand so i quite enjoyed their spot this week uh, next, I have a rest hold from Raw because Kurt Angle is there. Yeah, Pittsburgh. It was like a bunch of stuff. I games. watched that. It was lame. Him the and shushing oh, each other. Shush, yeah. And then Stupid. he and Edge did like a retread of that segment where, like, yes, holding the signs with stuff written on the back. And I didn't get it this time because, like, I don't know whose perspective. It was like Story Ray. Something like was it from Kurt's perspective or Edge's? Like, I don't know. It was weird. And I was, think Kurt's. It was. It was way worse than the first one. Um, I don't know. It was weird. I, I didn't love it either. It, like lame. Yeah. Uh, NXT rest hold, no surprise, is Schism. Um, so that's Gacy's group with, oh my God, what are their names the dyad. now? What are their names now? Uh, Jagger, Reed, <laughs> and Rip Fowler. So they had a really long in-ring live promo segment that the crowd turned on within like the first 90 seconds. And not like giving them heel heat, but giving them like, oh my God, just stop heat, right? Um, it's a super obvious like they're trying to recruit grimes and it ends exactly how you know it's going to you know grimes isn't going to join them right it was just predictable and bad and long and basically at this point being in an angle with gacy is pretty much death right because that whole run with um braun breaker was terrible this whole thing is terrible with the grizzled young veterans it's just um and i thought gacy's character had potential in the beginning but um, it's been long enough now to say that this is not good, and anyone that joins an angle with this group um, gets much less interesting. Mm. 
Um, next, I got some. I got, I got a bit from SmackDown and Wrestled. I uh, told you New Day and Viking Rears had a Viking Rules match. And what does that exactly entail? Basically, it looked like an ODQ match because the course. thing I saw it was what like another shocker. stupid thing for the poor Viking Rears because I saw it was like they powerbombed Woods off of a chunk like a Viking ship thing that was attached to the ring <laughs> uh, yeah. through some tables. It was stupid. It was like level with the ring and then it's like shaped like a Viking. Ship. It was dumb. Nice. Um, high spot Pete Dunn on a tablet at on NXT or Butch, Butch or whatever you want to call him. But he wasn't really being Butch. The character was back to Pete Dunn. He even mentioned British Strong Style, as I mentioned, which I'm really hoping we could get that as a faction. Maybe add Dempsey, add uh, Tyler Bate, right? And get some other people and have a cool British Strong Style faction. But it was nice to see Pete Dunn being Pete Dunn and not being a cartoon character on main roster. Which is weird because he's still Butch, but they can fix it. It's like they took a pause and when he talked to, you know, Tyler Bate, he was back to normal sort of thing. It was nice. A mm-hmm. um, couple of high spots from Rampage. Uh, so I saw a bit of Dark Order Best Friends on Rampage, oh, yeah, I was which looked check pretty that solid. Out. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, so that was cool. <laughs> nice. Um, NXT, McDonough, what is it, JD? J- JD Jordan, McDonough Jordan Devlin. being a creep. Um, I thought he was really good. He was talking to the interviewer. I can't remember her name. You wouldn't know because you don't watch anymore. But anyways, basically, he's like, He's this weird guy that really, he says, really focuses on self-care, right? And testing the limits of his body and mind. So it's this, it's like he's a meticulous kind of psychopath and he is unapologetic about it. If people find his method strange, Uh, I think he's doing a really good job. He just now needs to start racking up some quality wins because he pretty much lost a breaker right out of the gate, right? So I like what he's doing with this character. Um... So he just needs to start winning, I think. But I liked his interaction here because the interviewer did a good job of looking sort of creeped out by him at the end, too. Mm-hmm. Um, my last one is another high spot from Rampage. I saw like the interview segment between uh, Swerve and Lee and then the Acclaimed. Right. Um, It was actually pretty good. I thought the Acclaimed were pretty solid. I liked what they said. And then Lee was okay, but I thought Swerve was especially good. Yeah, he's awesome. Um, He, like, uh, I don't remember what he said, like, his last time was funny because he said like they were like made of rock, stone, gravel, or unless you check rock, beak, scissors. Right. So that was that was pretty funny. <laughs> That's funny. Um, but he's like, uh, he was saying a lot. Um, and he got like pretty amped up. I don't know. It was better than usual. He got like pretty fired up, and I thought he kind of made a point. So good. It was really good. Nice. Um, switching to impact. High spot was Killer Kelly again this week. Just another cool video from her. It was a vid- uh, pre-recorded thing this week. She's kind of like this stalker. But there's almost like becoming a sexual undertone to it. So I don't really know where it's going. It feels kind of strange. But I found it really interesting so far. And I like Killer Kelly. She looks somewhat different, right? She's sort of changed her character. And I'm, I'm very interested in it so far. Um, and then a rest hold from Impact. Also, the women's division is Rosemary, Jessica, Taya. That trio just does nothing for me. They had a segment backstage where they were talking about things. And um, Jessica's still trying to work her way in with Rosemary. So Jessica will be at ringside for Taya's match next week as a test for some reason that I can't possibly care about. I just, the acting of Rosemary just kills me. I don't, and I, and I don't know, man. I, I always want to say that this is beneath Taya, but really, what has Taya done in the last, like, couple years, right? Because we're um, always like, Frankie Monet. Taya's cool, and t- she's really good, and she should be elevated, but She's not, and I don't know. Sometimes even the matches we saw with her, we weren't impressed, right? So maybe I need to reevaluate reevaluate Taya. Maybe she's not, she's past her prime. I don't know, but I do not like this group. 
uh, high spot. You, I had you watch it even. I thought Kyle Fletcher of Aussie Open cut a pretty solid promo, right? It wasn't anything flashy. Like you, could even, you could even say kind of generic, but I thought his delivery was good. It made sense. Uh, it was just nice to hear him speak because AEW um, really hasn't done much work in letting us know what Aussie Open are about, right? It's just kind of like they come out and wrestle awesome matches, which is great, but they don't really say anything. There's not really anything said about yeah. them. So Impact at least um, gave us a little bit of information and let Fletcher speak, and I thought he did a really good job, so I was happy with that. Uh, also, one more Impact and then one Raw, and that's all I got. Impact high spot. I sort of combined a few things, because honestly, the in-ring action in general was really good on this episode. You had um, Mike Bailey defeat Kenny King to retain um, the X Division title. There was even a false finish yeah, in I that um, with Maria getting involved. Really good match. You had Alex Zane take it on a Mascara Dorada, who is um, Grand Metalik, right? A pretty entertaining match. And then the main event was Masha Slamovich defeating uh, Diana Perrazzo. And she is now the number one contender for the Women's Championship. And I was interested to see Slamovich in a full-length match because she's just been basically squashing people since she arrived. So it wasn't perfect. There were a, a couple glitches maybe in the beginning of the match. But by the end, I thought it was a pretty entertaining. So... Even, I'm going to say this, the opening match was OGK defeating Good Brothers for the Tag Team Championships, because I think Good Brothers are on their way out. Hallelujah. I may even put in applause under that as I announce that. Get the Good Brothers out of there. Just don't have them going but anywhere I watch anything. Honor Go back no to more. Japan. It's Honor No More. Though. I know. So OGK, whatever, Honor No More win. And that match was actually better than I would have guessed. So um, pretty good in ring. And Mike Bailey just continues to crush 2022. And finally. In a raw high spot that I think has gone viral and probably everybody's seen, but it's really, I saw the whole thing. I think going around the internet is just the, the highlight part of Riddle Rollins interaction, right? Oh yeah, that was awesome. Um, Really good. And this is like... They're feel, brawling in a parking lot too. Bringing in reality, right? Yeah. And they used like, a, did you see how they did that? Yeah. With a, like a ran, just a random fan, quote unquote, recording it and talking like bird's eye view kind of thing. So it, a little bit different. It looked like a tarmac kind, at an airport. Kind of cheesy, but... Uh, at least they were trying something new. So I watched almost half of Raw this week and I didn't hate it. I didn't feel incited, uh, insulted. I didn't like groan out loud or roll, roll my eyes. I don't think any, everything was good that I saw, but nothing was terrible. And that's like a, an improvement, right? For yeah. sure. Uh, so this was a heated segment, right? With Rollins basically saying, oh yeah, you don't have a family. Your wife left you and took the kids. And Riddle just like... Snapped. went believably nuts and like dropping f-bombs and the whole deal like this felt real which is obviously i say it all the time what i want so um and that's just that giving match some be, legitimacy too beyond right. being like the stoner like what the, the right. scooter like he's more than just yes exactly the the stupid pothead that rolls around on a scooter he has a life he has problems and rollins is the dirt bag that's gonna like refer to those in a promo which i like and adds more interest to a match that should be really good anyways right so mm -hmm. um look at me pulling a high spot from raw that's crazy um so yeah weird times wraps it up for me so i guess we are moving into our final segment where jack's going to give us an update from the world of wrestling action figures in what we call figuring it out with jack Uh, so there's some new basic images. Yay! Basics! Woo! Uh, there's a couple of different versions of Reggie. <laughs> so you're telling me it's basics and it's Reggie. Yes. So this is clearly the most sought 
after figure of all time. Yeah. I would assume. Um, there's a red pants one, a white there, whatever. They exist. You want them all, I assume. Um, there's Give uh, me all the Reggies. <laughs> yes. Uh, there's Damien Priest in like an all black look, which is better than his first basic because his first basic was weird. He um, has some cool gear. He's not that interesting as a performer right now, but no. he, he has a cool look. I'll um, give him this that. This one's pretty plain, but it's all right. Yeah. Uh, then we have Braun Breaker, his first one. Oh, nice. It's the black singlet that just says Breaker on the front. So yeah. It's real exciting. Not one of his better outfits. No, but it's a simple one for a basic. Um, So it's pretty solid. The face scan looks pretty good. Um, That's cool, I guess. I don't mind him like in the basic line first because that, that'll get him out kind of also gauge. Um interest in him i guess like yeah if you want to put yeah him in the probably line. yeah i don't mind debuting him there uh then brock lesnar with his current look i just it's just like the beard scan with like a a smiling beard scan with the was it brock lesnar or is it parker boudreau can you even tell or uh i'm pretty sure it's brock lesnar <laughs> uh and then nikki ash which is oh it looks all right it looks better than the render did um it's still like a lot of painted on she looks there. so stupid showing up at nxt like especially when she's like coming with Dewdrop, who is not playing some sort of cartoon Imagine, character. Yeah, and now she's heel. Like I don't understand how bizarre. that works. It didn't work for me. Also, super villain. Them showing up, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and then we have the two packs. Uh, so we got like pack mock images and loose images. So there's the uh Roman Reigns and Cena from SummerSlam last year, and so uh the Reigns actually has a. It's weird. His the right gauntlet, the gold gauntlet, is like a sculpted gauntlet like that you can take off like the elite one yeah but then his black gauntlet on his right or sorry his left wrist is painted on so it's like they did a half basic got, got lazy on one wait right and like usually on the basics they just paint both on so right. honestly like you're gonna paint it on paint it on if you're not gonna like make up your mind commit and it's also not a shiny gold anyways and the scene looks okay i don't love the head scan but it's okay. it's all right and you get the universal title which they redesigned the faceplate like it's the same mold but they painted it better to look for me to like it looks more like the real title. Like if I don't know, just they like I don't know this yeah. paint in there. Like it just looks better. Looks good. Uh, and then also it's got Roman Reigns side plates on there, so nice. that's kind of cool. I almost want to get this just for that, but we'll see. Maybe if I ever see these on sale, I'll get. It. Then you got Usos, um, in black gear. It's like the kind of current look with one tag title. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> makes sense literally the, f- the top comment i see um t- the frick am i gonna do with one tag belt <laughs> fair and point it's the weird jimmy uso scam where they both look like jay uso yeah so it's not great it's just like another uso's apparently they sell well which is good i guess but i don't love it and then you got becky lynch and bianca belair with the raw women's title which has becky lynch side plates and like i said the face plate looks better like that universal title right so i like that they're finally like I don't love like the, I I like the the title I have where it's like all molded on. Yeah. Um, but these are at least like they look more akin to that, so at least I like, I like that because it looks better like when it looks a little more accurate. So yeah. I like that. Nice. And at least they're coming with belts. I mean, I wish they would go back to normal battle packs because then sometimes they come with like cool weapons. Like, right. Remember the first series when they brought back the accessories? Like AOP had like kendo sticks, mm-hmm. but one of them was like a kind of broken kendo stick right i remember i, I got the andrade and Julian vega where he came with like the Sombra mask yep um like and then sometimes they come with belts like nakamura and mysterio had belts or like sometimes oh i got the hardy's one with like crutches yes like sometimes you get like cool stuff like because coming with these belts is cool and like i don't mind them doing it uh every so often like the championship uh 
Trident series because they then they always come with these belts with the side plates on them. But also, I think this will be implemented in the elite line, so I don't think it matters. And then right. also, like, then like I don't know, leaves the battle packs more open because I think it's cool, but you're just kind of limited to just belts, so it kind of sucks because I miss the old battle packs. Mm-hmm. So they had yeah. cooler accessories. Variety is nice. Yeah. Oh, I remember the one that was Ricochet and Velveteen Dream from Takeover Chicago when Velveteen Dream wore like the Hogan gear, I think it was. Yeah. And it came with like his um bandana and a boa so that was cool yeah. like stuff like that it was really cool yeah um then there's a couple of the bend and bash figures like these are deluxe packs so you got like cena with the uh, a workout bench thing so it's it's these things right but it's like a deluxe pack so you get like extra accessories i guess so i guess it's kind of cool and it's funny because i think the accessories are exactly in scale with the normal figures because um you get like a roman reigns figure which has like a kendo stick, the broken kendo stick that actually came with the AOP nice. way back when, and then a crutch and a table, which are the exact ones you would use for your normal figure. So you could literally like, it would probably be kind of a little bit of waste. But so you they're get too big for the scale of these pack. ones. Is that yeah. what you're saying? No, or, they're know, smaller these, figures, right? I don't think so. I don't oh. know. They're different scale because it's like they're like one of those weird function ones. Yes. So I don't. That's weird. Oh, like stretch arm. Yeah. Stretch like Armstrong. That. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then lastly, you have a uh, another wreck and playset. It's a slam in stack forklift with a Brock Lesnar basic. It's basically the exact same basic Brock Lesnar that we just talked about, except it's got a straight face expression, so it's slightly different. Yeah. And then it's like a blue forklift with like so it's got a bunch of breakaway things. It's got like a pallet looking thing. Could probably jump off it. Like, shouldn't it be the tractor? That's what that he I was saying. Yeah. Roman Reigns, wouldn't that? That's be? why it's funny that he comes. I with- swear that. That almost makes me feel like they made a mistake and that they planned on bringing out this blue forklift. You know what I mean? <laughs> Maybe they did. Yeah, that seems weird that they would not get that it right. Very weird. Like that's literally the thing that they always do. Yes. Um. So yeah, that is it. Nice. Um. And did you talk about your? I thought you were going to mention your Kushida. Oh you yeah. Found. After my first shift, I got uh the Elite eighty eight Kushida. Cause they actually had that at Walmart. So and I thought cool. the face scan on that's really good. Yeah, the Kushida is really nice. Yeah. It came a cool out a while figure. ago, but um. That's how Canada works. Yep. We, you just got to keep checking and you never know what series you're going to find. <laughs> yep. Uh, well, that's going to bring us to the end of episode 111. Now, a whole bunch of pay-per-views to watch and we have Monday off. Whoa, whoa, whoa. One pay-per-view and two PLEs. Sorry. Right? So there's a chance maybe we'll talk about the AEW Long show. Long weekend. So. We'll see. Um, so, I, so obviously, if you subscribe or follow or whatever you need to do, you'll get a notification that we have put up something new. There's a chance we'll get down here on Monday to maybe talk about some AEW. We'll see how it goes. Um, And then if not, we'll definitely um, talk about things next week, next Saturday on episode 112. But keep your eyes peeled. There might be some sort of bonus episode coming out on Monday if we can find the time. But as always, we'd like to thank you for spending any time listening to us down here talk about the week of wrestling. We really do appreciate it. We'd love to hear from any of you. FNSWrestling at gmail.com comes to me. FNS underscore wrestling underscore podcast on Instagram. We'll go to Jack over there. We promise we'll get you a reply regardless of what you have to say. So we hope to see you all back here next Saturday for episode 112, if not sooner. And until then, take care.